1: you have
3: an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. So head to squarespace.com/do-go-on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. Jess is uh, trying to mime along with so I tried to throw away, make that sound like a different introduction to normal. They're still doing it. They're looking at me. They're miming along with every single word. Hello, my name is Dave, Dave. James, James Warnicke. That's right. That's right. And, and welcome. welcome. You're just, You're repeating, just repeating me what milliseconds, I'm milliseconds sitting after sitting the I've
3: website. said it. Said it.
2: <laughs> Are the people are the repeating me yeah, yeah, really milliseconds after I said it? Is I?
3: Oh, no. Is.
2: Jess Becker! Jess Perkins. Hello, Jess. Hello, Dave. And we are talking to. to...
3: That's right, he's. That's right, he's a he's a guest, he's on guest on the today. show today, it's Matt Stuart. Matt Stewart.
2: Oh,
0: thanks for having me. As a guest. As a
3: guest. Welcome, guest.
0: Jeez, Louise. How the mighty have fallen. Are you the mighty? Yeah.
3: Oh, that's cool. Good for you. I fell over. When did you get mighty?
0: Um. Oh, jeez. I've done a
2: lot of uh, in the last week, yeah,
0: Jess.
3: Yes, I bet. Um,
2: Does it sound like we are dying of heat exhaustion? Oh my God, it's so hot in here. <laughs> because we, I made the executive decision, so I will take all blame, that we needed to turn our fan off so it didn't annoy you listeners at oh. home in your headphones or car speakers or whatever. You could hear a fan going in the background, and it's been about one minute since the <laughs> fan went off.
0: It's, you won't be annoyed by the fan, but you might be annoyed by our whining.
3: It's... So hot. It's an example a, there, Jess. A, thank you.
2: How hot do you reckon it is in here?
3: 112 degrees Celsius. Oh my god. We are roasting. We're dead. I don't.
2: You wouldn't roast at 112, though. Maybe a slow cook.
3: Yeah. Oh yuck! That's worse.
2: Stewing in your own juice. This podcast. Yuck. This podcast is a horrible way to die. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, we've don't always miss.
3: said that, though. But no, it's fine. it's worth it. It's pretty hot, though. It'd, it be, it'd be mid-30s in here. Would you guys Nowhere be cool
0: fine. if I took my shirt and pants off?
3: Absolutely not.
0: You wouldn't be cool.
2: Well, I think Matt would be cool, but I wouldn't
0: be. I yeah. don't think you'd
3: be that much cooler. Would you? Try it.
2: No, I've, <laughs> sh- I've taken my shirt off many times. I mean, don't mean to brag, but I have. And uh, often, it's a lot cooler.
3: Really, that tiny bit of fabric's going to make you that much hotter. It's weird, isn't it, how one yeah. piece
2: of fabric can really...
3: All I'm wearing is one piece of fabric it's today. It's stopping your well, skin
0: breathing, right?
3: And I'm hot. Yeah, maybe.
0: That's a. I mean, that's a lovely flowy dress. Thank you. Whereas it's also like and I are in gross clingy t-shirts. But, this,
3: but you're at least in cotton. I just realized this isn't cotton. It's not going to breathe oh, very much. I mean, that is a, It's hot. a
0: knit. It's a woolen knit.
3: It's a woolen knit dress I'm wearing. Long sleeve
0: with an inbuilt scarf and, and beanie. Pants. Why are you wearing the beanie? It looks great. It does.
3: It's fashion, you wouldn't understand.
0: I don't understand. Fashion. I've n I I do not understand Say fashion. It. fashion. Fashion.
3: Fashion.
0: Fashion. <laughs> fashion. Okay. I I think look, you
2: want, I think you understand now.
0: Yeah, I think I you think get it. I'm starting to get it.
3: Yeah.
2: And uh yeah, it looks good. Thank you. Now Matt, can you hear us over there in yeah. your ear holes? Because I believe <laughs> you have had an incident that you tweeted about.
0: Uh the other <laughs> day. I um I was walking. I was in a country town in uh, Victoria called Bright. I was walking down the street. I was walking to go hire a bike, right? And, a, and a, out of the corner of my eye, I saw this bug sort of buzz past. And, and then I felt it do. land on my ear and then went in my ear. And then I went to like, you know, see if it was there and it wasn't there. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Felt That felt like it went in my ear. But oh, obviously no. it didn't go in my ear. kept walking. And I, I just feel and hear flapping. <gasps> like sort of muted flapping.
3: Oh, gross.
2: Like that.
0: Like that. Inside
2: me. Oh, no, like
0: so someone, no one else could hear it. Like people. So like, can you hear? And no one could see it. It'd gone deep in.
3: Whoa. And it went in quickly, too. It went like in so quite quickly, it, yeah. Because I knew like, what it was doing.
0: It, yeah. That's why I'm kind of mm. worried that maybe it's laid eggs or oh. like it was. Did you Google that, if that's a thing? I Googled it, and the stories were pretty full on. And I'd, I, uh, to be honest, I didn't put my mind at ease.
3: Well, just within a few days after that, you've kind of come down with a flu type thing. Too, Basically right? the
0: next day. Well, that evening I started oh. feeling a bit weird. Um. So I went to the doctors, and they were closing. It was the country doctors. Yep. It was New Year's Eve, and they were, they were about to close. They sent me to the hospital. Which felt like, you know, it was like, oh, this is embarrassing, girl. Yeah. So Quick, call an
2: ambulance. <laughs> so <here>. oh. Oh. <laughs> a bug is dying. It needs attention. Oh, it you went, went to the vet. You went to the vet. <laughs> That's right. They got it out. Got a CPR. Yeah. And you the have only been charged with attempted murder rather than murder, which is which a much is bigger crime. I know. I had a had a really good uh, bug lawyer. <laughs> Bugsy.
3: A bloyer.
0: Okay. And he... um. Hey, the bug. No, uh, the doctor's, so at the hospital. Did you have
2: to wait a long, to- long time on New Year's?
0: Yeah, uh, not too long. There was a little girl who was sick, and she was, so she was saying. So too. you pushed
2: her out of the way. <laughs> Shut up, Julie!
0: Yeah, I'm like, look, I think she's fine. Yeah.
2: What? How many bugs do you have in your ear? Zero? Fuck off. <laughs> Next.
0: That's
3: me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, once she was dealt with, they took me in a, a room and started prodding around in there. What with? Yuck. With an ear looking thing? You know, the thing they yep. like. And then and the nurse came up and she looks in my ear and she's like, I can't see anything. And can
2: you still f- hear the flapping at this time?
0: Uh, the flapping started to die down. Yeah, because so, it can't breathe. And I'm, I'm just going, having a nap.
3: Yeah, true. So
2: I'm assuming, I'm it's like, just laid its eggs. It's very tired.
0: Ugh. I feel like I'm like, uh, I've imagined this is a weird thing I've made up. Because she's like, I, I can't see anything. And then the doctor comes past. She's like, Had you seen the bug? And he was like, No. No, no, I hadn't. I hadn't seen it. And I'm like, Oh, fuck. That's oh, embarrassing. Well, they're and they're like, he, Oh, he, big boy he, from the city. Can't handle <laughs> a fly in his ear. And he, he grabbed the thing off her and he goes, Put it in like less than half a second. goes, There it is. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. Oh. Justified. Like, I was both. Thank God I'm not crazy. And, yeah. oh, fuck, there's a bug in me. Ugh. So, like, he's like, it's around the back. Behind, there's waxy stuff. Earwax, probably. Sure. And Makes sense. B- bug wax. And then she grabbed it back off him and goes, she's, like, now really digging around. It's getting quite painful. And she's going, I can't see it. She's digging around and digging around. And she finds her friend and, and brings her in. She's going really hard. I'm like, nah, not seeing anything. Because the, the doctor's wandered off. Oh, and then uh the doctor comes back like a while later and he's like, have you been sorted out? And I'm like, No, no, just <laughs> just hanging out with my mate and um Have you named him? Yeah, uh Gerald. And Great bug name. But they they ended up just he he just tipped a saline solution. This is a way it's a quite a dull story, isn't it? But tu yeah. tipped a saline solution in and then got this suction thing out. They went through all these different options and could couldn't get it but then used this suction. Thing, and he goes, "All right, it's dead now. It's drowned, right?" <laughs> he's like, "It's dead." He did it really quickly. I quite liked his style. He was very accurate and quick. He's like, "It's dead now. It's suck him out." And then um, that's your kind of. Doctor. And then he starts sucking, and he goes, "No, he's what, what, not."
2: Sorry, with his mouth?
0: <laughs> no, he had a, like a suction tool, Day. a straw. <laughs> yeah. It was,
2: ba- it was basically
0: oh, a straw. It was like a mechanical straw with like a mechanical mouth. I guess if that makes it easier. No, like it is a motorized mouth.
2: Is it motorized? This thing genuinely. Yeah, it was like a. full-on, wow. It was like something like a reverse air pump.
3: A suction. A suction. Have you ever been to the dentist? Yeah, a thing that suction. sucks.
2: I've never had a, something sucked out of my brain before. All right. Well. Well,
0: you haven't. Lived. Grow up. All right. You're only young. But he goes, he goes, it's dead, and then he, he starts sucking, and he goes, no, it's not dead, here it comes, it's coming oh, out, I'll finish him off, and then he... I'll finish him off! And he goes, yeah, he, he sucked him the rest of the way out. And oh, it yeah. just went down a tube, and I didn't even get to see it.
3: I wonder how big it was. Yeah, I
0: know. So I don't know anything, I don't know what kind of bug it was. Did uh. it survive? Uh, I don't know, it went into their suction it's bank. Presumably not. Probably not. Uh, then it... while this is all going on, and I'm like, uh, I'm, in, I'm in hospital because I've got a bug in my ear. There's a, there's a, just a a curtain and on the other side of a curtain, a woman is being asked if she knows the day, like she's seriously in trouble. And I'm on the other side taking three people's attention away (laughs) for a bug bug going like, oh, this is fucked. This is like this old lady is struggling. But did she get get it? She got the dates right. Nailed it. But then they ask, um, what's the Prime Minister's name? Oh that's, oh,
2: that's hard to fucking keep up. I know, but that, that's what, question. What, a, what a weird
0: question. So she goes, Donald Trump. Close. And her partner, like, you know, those sort of awkward scenarios where his partner's not doing too well. So he's feeling awkward, but something breaks the tension, like her saying, Donald yeah. Trump, who's the Australian Prime Minister. So he cracks up laughing. <laughs> He goes. She doesn't know anything about politics, whether she's well or not. Yeah, you know that's a weird. That would be me. Yeah, and I was like, when they said, "What day of the week is it?" I'm like,
3: I've no I have idea. fucking
0: no idea. That what day of the week you it don't. is? Don't i On no holiday. body holidays, especially, and she's retirement age. Yeah, you what, don't
3: know what day. Of the, what does it matter? I think if I was in a you hospital want to ask, bed?
2: what's your name? Yeah. You know, things that she would definitely yeah. know. Who's the assistant treasurer? <laughs> I don't know. I'm afraid we're going to have to put you in a home. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we're going to have to put you down. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. You've had a good run. We've got serious people to deal with. They've got bugs in there, isn't it? That would here.
3: genuinely be me, though. I'd... Oh, no. They've asked me who the Prime Minister is. I don't want to be like an idiot. Quick, 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 pass out. And I just, like, pretend to die. I like like Quick, quick,
2: quick, pass. Pass. <laughs> Next question. They've got like a cute <laughs> yeah. sheet ready to go.
3: All right. Uh, if, if question number two. If you hear this sound. Bom, bom. <laughs>
2: bom, bom. The, it, the answer has already been said. <laughs> Another <laughs> answer. Oh, Matt, well, uh, but you're fi- you've Be been fine. a bit sick since, but you don't have any bugs on the brain. At yeah, heart.
0: anyway, uh, what I guess why I was telling you about that was because I would really like for you to do an episode about bugs today, please. All right, Jess, yes. well, over to you. Uh, great. Doing the
2: report?
3: That is so lucky because my topic is bug related.
2: Yes. Gen- genuinely.
3: Yeah, I assume all of the people in this story have at some point in their life seen or heard of a bug. So. Really? Wow. wow. Yeah, Every yes. single one. Every so, one of them. So
2: this is pretty recent then because bugs were only discovered this century.
3: There's. Is that chewy or Bubblegum or chewy or blue tack on the uh, seat that I put my hand in? it's like
2: possible chewing gum. Who
3: is it that keeps leaving chewy uh, that in the studio? And in a place where my hands would naturally rest. That's fucked. Sorry to derail, but jeez <coughs> Louise, that is
0: that is even worse than the chair roller.
3: Yeah, agreed. That's fucked. I got accused when I got here today of of being the person who steals all the comfy chairs out of the offices and puts them in the podcast studio. And I was like, how dare you! How dare you?
2: But on air, will you now admit that it is
0: you? Oh,
3: 100%. But that's only because I know the person accusing me will not listen to this. So,
2: Hello, Xavier.
0: Hey, all right. He's a very busy man. He's a very
3: busy man. So, okay. It, no, this isn't bug related. But yes, I do assume that all of the people in this story have seen bugs. Or, know, or they, they may have even seen a bug's life the film really? so post 96 it's not but <laughs> okay they, they were probably alive in 96 well no some of them definitely weren't okay, okay. Oh. Look, so
0: can I can I bring you to your question please absolutely
3: Jess? so uh, my question is a little bit different today in that I want to I want you guys to basically figure it out which is I suppose what a question would do as well but I'm gonna give you a cast. Okay, so um,
2: the <laughs> <laughs> answer already said.
3: So there's a there's like a, a genre of topics that I have done that you may not be the biggest fans of, but our listeners dance. certainly are. River no, dance, not dance. What's the other sort of topic that I tend to lean towards? No. Spice Girls. No.
0: Oh, music. No. Tragedy. There we go. Serial
2: killing.
3: Bang! There we oh, are. Oh no, Matt. Oh no. Woo woo woo! We're talking Sadness. serial killer. <laughs> Were you
2: just like? It's the listeners, what they, it's what they want, it even though Matt and I always leave feeling quite uncomfortable.
3: <laughs> I was researching late at night and was scared to go to bed. Um, That's
2: great. Oh, it is I was home not alone. a good idea to get on the old Wikipedia and look up a serial killer before bed. Done no, it many times, know. regretted it every good. time.
3: So, But this one, <coughs> the reason that I kind of chose this was because it's probably one of our most requested topics. The, the, we've got heaps of people who have asked for this one, so I was like, I'm just giving the people what they want and also yeah. I get to read about serial killers. So um, I, do,
2: I also do have a morbid fascination. But I do have I think the we re- all do but I have the regret afterwards because Me I start too. remembering oh, people are like that out there. Yeah, and
3: like, maybe not many, but still
0: now I get why you quickly corrected yourself when you said that most of these people are alive.
3: Yeah. Some are <laughs> some are definitely dead. Oh dear. Like real dead. Like yuck dead.
0: So the question's gonna be what kind of, which, which serial killer? Which serial killer? So do you
3: killer? want to have a few guesses about All who right, it well, may be? Who have you heard of? Is
0: it Northern Hemisphere?
3: Yes. Ted Bundy? No. Is it American? Yes.
2: All right, so that rules that out. Zodiac Jack, Killer? Jack, Jack the Ripper. Zodiac? Zodiac. Yes.
0: So Zodiac. many people have asked for this.
2: I may have seen a half-hour portion of the Zodiac film starring Robert Danny Jr. in a motel once, so I think
3: in I a know motel. Everything.
0: Oh, perfect place. No, oh. terrifying place. I watched... I watched I watched most of that once as well when I walked in on my uh, friends and they were watching it and I saw the last two-thirds.
2: Oh, so yeah, because... you're even more of an expert than I am. Yeah. And I'm
0: pretty... That's not seen.
2: AMA.
3: But I'm terrified of scary movies. Like, I won't watch them.
2: Is it, sc- is it more of a procedural, like, what they're yeah, doing to find it, them? it time? wasn't
0: very scary.
3: Okay, that's all right then. I won't do scary movies. Um, so, Zodiac Killer... Has been suggested by a number of people. Oh, yes.
2: We have to thank probably half the listenership. Yeah. So,
3: here we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> apologies
2: if we missed your suggestion on this topic.
3: Daniel Ryan. Um, Daniel frequent Ryan. legend. Frequent, frequent legend. Frequently legendary. Tom, Tom Kreiser.
2: Slightly less legendary, but still. No, <laughs> you're great,
3: Tom. Thank you. Um, Oscar. Um, Oscar's a frequenter. Sam Smith. Austin Brackets. Sam Smith. All Austin have...
0: Brackets. What's inside the Brackets?
3: Stop it. Anyway, so those, uh, you guys have all suggested Zodiac. <laughs> Matt's trying to take my thing by having a cough. <coughs>
2: by having a cough.
0: Get a hot cough.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm just up for a cough. <laughs>
3: I'm just going to go. Anyone have
0: a want cough? me? I'm going to grab some cough. Anyone want a cough? Anyone in?
3: You guys up for a cough later? How do you like
0: your cough? One's pretty dry. To go on.
3: So. The Zodiac Killer was a serial killer who operated in Northern California in the late 60s and early 70s. The killer's identity remains unknown. Oh, no, it's a mystery. It's a mystery, Oh, no. Take it over your turf, Warnakee. Fuck you.
0: Fuck you, Warnakee. It's
3: a serial killer. It's a mystery. All right. Um, I know, I'm excited. It's
0: the listener's favorite and least favorite combo.
3: So between, <laughs> between December of 1968 and October of 1969, uh, the Zodiac murdered victims in various places around California. Four men and three women between the ages of 16 and 29 were targeted. Um, the killer originated the name Zodiac in a series of taunting letters sent to the local Bay Area press. Um, these letters included cryptograms or ciphers, so like um, uh, like puzzles to figure out the message. You know what I mean? A little code. Codes. Um only one of those so he sent four over the course of the years and only one has been definitively solved. So even some of his codes and stuff that he sent to people that they couldn't figure them out.
0: Is there any chance that they're bullshit?
3: That they're bullshit.
0: Or can they tell that it's a code but just not crack it?
3: Yeah, they can't crack it.
0: But they can tell that it's not just a it's not
3: mumbo jumbo. No, because what he it's not necessarily that he just like write letters in it's to do with like symbols will represent a certain word right. and then you've got to figure yeah, a certain letter, sorry. And It'd then... be
0: pretty fun if he just wrote gibberish It was like, another code for you to yeah, crack. It's just, <laughs> it's just
3: gibberish. But then they, they somehow crack the code anyway and find him. He's like, no! Nah! <laughs> How?
2: What? Oh, oh I was a subliminal code. He's accidentally coding. I accidentally <laughs> wrote <in> my address. <laughs> Return address. Zodiac killer care of <laughs> Tom Jones.
0: We'll be home. After three on Thursday, the 13th of March. <laughs> Come around. I'll, uh, I'll be cap? putting on a nice
2: Pim's lemonade.
3: Please RSVP by the 10th so I can buy adequate amount of citrus fruit for the Pim's.
2: Use the side gate and the back toilet. <laughs>
3: kind regards. Please say Tom Jones slash 38killer. <gasps> Tom Jones is the killer? Yeah, Tom Jones did Tom it. Jones. It's not on you the world to kill seven
2: people over two years.
3: No, 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 no.
0: Tom, it is kinda unusual. Oh I should probably stop. Put your hands behind your back. Please.
3: Is that your is that your Tom Jones, is it?
0: Or is your Sean Connery?
2: It's very close. Um
0: He's just...
3: Welsh. Yes, but he doesn't sound Welsh. He's just got a deep nice voice. Like Matt does. Matt gives a Tom Jones.
0: Hi, I'm Tom Jones. Nailed it. It's not unusual.
3: Fuck, he's good.
0: To find out I'm in love with you Is this your
2: true calling? A Tom Jones cover band?
3: Why do we never get Matt to do impressions? He's actually really good He just happens to have
2: a deep voice Similar to this one person I still think I can nail
3: Except you have to say Hello, I'm Sean Connery And then a sentence Exactly Which he doesn't do in any movies Oh, he's a real Sean Connery, I suppose
2: (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have to say it (laughs)
3: Hello, I'm Jess Perkins. One skinny latte, please. <laughs> I have to say it every time.
2: Oh, I never know what to say when uh, takeaway <laughs> people answer the phone.
3: Hello, you know,
2: you know, Sharky's pasta and pizza or whatever. Sure. And I, I'm like, hello, I'd like to make an order, please. It's like they know that. Or sometimes they go, hi, I'd like to make an order under the name of Dave.
3: Oh, that's nice. But, I, but, it's, but then they may forget and they'll just ask you but, for the name anyway. Yeah,
2: they do. They always go, so what's the name? And I'm like, look, I started the conversation with that. And if you can't decipher this, I will leave a series of clues. <laughs> And if you can give the for the the fish and chips to my postal address, that will be much appreciated. Great. Regards, so Tom Jones.
3: So you're hungry, yeah?
2: I'm very hungry. Yeah. I'm waiting on several meals. <laughs> Only one of four has been cracked.
3: <laughs> no, I think it's nice to say, "Can I place an order, please?" That's fine. Do that. Is that fine? Thank yeah, you. Absolutely, Matt. It's Thank so you. rude to just be like minimum chips, piece of flake. Yeah, it's just it's, you just start the a little bit.
0: Well, yeah, it's like, hey, how's it going? How about that?
3: No, because then they be like.
0: Good. Oh yeah, you're good. How's so? Uh, what have you been up to? You um. I've never really making thought about that. fish and that. chips.
2: I've never thought about starting with hi. How's it going?
0: That's no, all. Right. No, I always don't do that, I don't start every that. sentence with that. Nah, basically, so annoying. Do you anyway, just how's it going?
3: I answer phones for a living. Don't ask. Hi, how are you? No, because I go good. Thank you. How you? You don't make you? fish and chips for a living, though. Good, so thank don't you. Speak for them, please. Yeah. yeah, but that's fine. But most of the time, you say I'm good. Thank you. How are you? And they've already started talking, and you're like, oh, now I feel like I'm good. Thank you.
2: How are you? Minimum chips.
0: Wait. So are you? Let's so try, are you try. annoyed by the question, or that they're? Have you been burnt by people talking over your honest answer? Yeah, they're not it's
3: listening. Not, well, I mean, I'm used to people not listening to me when I speak.
0: All right, I'm going to give you a phone call now. Ring, 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 ring.
3: Hello, Jess, speaking.
0: Hey, Jess, how's it going?
3: Oh, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good.
0: Thanks. It's Matt here. Um, I was just calling because I've got a problem with my. What, what kind of thing do you work at? I uh, say washing machine. Washing machine? i got an issue with my washing machine.
3: See, that's fine. Are you the right person to chat I to about? I thought
2: we were ordering fish and chips.
3: No, but it's fine because he actually answered me and then started talking. Do it again, but just keep going after you say, hey, going. Okay. Ready? <clears throat>
0: Ring, 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 ring. Hello,
3: Jess speaking.
0: Hey, how's it going? Good,
3: thanks. How are you? Yeah, anyway, I've got a
0: washing machine issue. Um, Can you fix it, please?
3: No. No, I can't.
0: All right, but could I get a minimum chips?
3: Absolutely. Thank you very much. And what name was that for?
0: Uh, Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Very good. They'll be ready in 15 minutes. Thank you so much. I'll pick them up soon. Delightful. Pussycat. (laughs) (laughs) What's new?
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Anyway. I know two of his
0: songs. Uh, No, what's his Bond song? Did he do a I mentioned stuff? it last week. The
2: man with the golden gun? Was that him?
0: No, he was uh, something ball or something. Thunderball. 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 Uh, yeah.
3: You're just saying the word thunderball, aren't you? Yeah. Anyway. I'm,
0: I've only ever heard not Tom Jones sing it, so i got to. How did it? we get on to oh, that? Because he was being. Did he leave oh, a, rude, yeah, yeah. a rude message? So sorry, everybody. Because he
3: has bad phone etiquette. Bad phone etiquette. Okay. One of his many crimes. <laughs> okay, so. The first murders, widely attributed to the Zodiac Killer, were the shooting of high school students Betty Lou Jensen, great name, and David Faraday, also a good name, on 20th of December 1968 on Lake Herman Road. The couple were on their first date, oh, brutal, and planned to attend a Christmas concert at Hogan High School about three blocks from Jensen's home. The couple instead visited a friend before stopping at a local restaurant and then driving out on Lake Herman Road.
2: Whoa, sounds like... That's the, They planned on turning the Christmas, that's what they've told their parents, but really they're I, going out to get a bit busy.
3: Well, yeah, because at about 10.15pm, Faraday parked his mother's rambler in a gravel turnout, which was well-known, Lover's Lane. Yeah, oh, they, were, they were going to get their freak on. Cop and wah, a feel. Wow, Yeah. Over it's the, not unusual. Over the top of the t-shirt, though. Jesus, it's their first date. Come on.
2: God. Betty Ray Cyrus, whatever her name is. Betty, Ray <laughs> Betty Lou Jensen. Betty Lou Jensen.
3: Over the top. She's a, she's a class actor. She's, she's an <laughs> absolute
2: class. She's David a... Faraday, hands off, bud.
3: Yeah. yeah, hey, how about you get to know my brain before you get to know my body? Yeah. You know?
2: And how about we go to this fucking Christmas
0: concert?
3: Like you said we were going
0: to. Tom Jones was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Jingle bells.
2: At Hogan High School. That's awesome.
3: That's so cool. It's probably yeah. like, this it in the 68?
0: Was it? Yeah, it was. It was it pa- was part of his long peak. Yeah, wow. peak Jones. Which, which keeps going.
3: Peak Jones. Peak
2: Jones. Peak Jones. <laughs> He's peaked.
3: <laughs> anyway, so that's about t- quarter past ten. That was about quarter past ten. They, they uh, parked the car for, in Lovers Lane, just, probably just to like do their math homework or something. I yeah, don't...
2: it's got good lighting and yeah. a great internet connection. Yeah, so Not they're just like, yet.
3: let's get some homework done before Christmas, you know, so we can really... Just chill out. Um, so shortly after 11 p.m., their bodies were found by Stella Borges, who lived nearby, um, and the uh, the sheriff's department investigated the crime, but no leads developed. They were utilising available forensic data, and they uh, they postulated that another car pulled into the turnout just prior to 11 p.m. and parked beside the couple, and the killer apparently exited the second car and walked towards the Rambler, possibly ordering the couple out of the car. Um, Jensen appears to have exited the car first, yet when Faraday was halfway out, the killer apparently shot Faraday in the head, and then Jensen started running and was gunned down 28 feet from the car with five shots through her back. Oh. oh.
2: I wonder what his angle is. I thought like he's a pretty good shot. Mm. Yeah.
3: Pretty Well, I guess. I don't know. That's
2: well, three metres, not that far.
3: Egg yeah. was
0: the name of the person that found him. You
3: either. enjoyed that. Yeah. I heard you heard you, little girl. Stella Borges. Stella Borges. Stella's a good name. It, it sounds like a fabulous. bottle of
2: champagne, yeah. Stella Borges. Yeah, I yeah. do you want to get sip. a bottle of Stella Borges
3: for that special Ooh. occasion?
2: Yeah, I do. That's
0: it's oh, another made-up name.
3: Matt, can you pick up some Stella Borges on your way home? We've got guests coming.
0: Oh, who, who, who's coming? Who deserves this Stella?
3: The Queen.
0: Oh, the Queen's coming.
2: Oh, just via Lover's Lane. You don't
3: mind? Yeah, just pop past Lover's Lane, pick up some Stella Borges.
0: Okay. But remember, with the Queen, only above shirt petting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Please.
0: Please. On the first. Petting. On the first um, she's a lady. formal dinner. Yeah, she's she's lady. a lady. She's
2: much more ladylike than Polly Ray Cyrus, I can tell you that.
0: <laughs> I think it was Billy Ray Jepsen.
3: Betty Ray Jensen. Betty Lou Jensen. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Wow, I got none of the names yeah. right. <laughs> God.
3: Um. So, yeah, so they, uh, after that, like, they, they investigated, but they they were never able to find any evidence or never able to find the killer. Ooh. Then just before midnight on July 4th, 1969, so this is about six months later, um, Darlene Ferrin.
2: Great. That is...
3: Darlene.
0: They're all random computer-generated names. And like Michael can... Mago. Oh, I'm ready to Michael Mago right now. <laughs>
3: They drove into the Blue Rock Spring Park.
2: Oh, no. Were they also, How are these ki- kids?
3: Uh, well, young. I don't know, oh, I don't know.
0: wait. Are these victims we're making fun of? Yeah. yeah. Well, I wasn't making fun of, so interesting point of difference there.
3: So they, they parked their car in the park. Um, and while the couple sat in in Darlene's car, a second car drove into the lot and parked alongside them, but almost immediately drove away. And then about 10 minutes later, the car came back and parked again. Oh no,
2: they had a chance to get away
3: <laughs> The driver of the second car then exited the vehicle Approached the passenger side The uh, passenger door of the car And he had a, a flashlight and a 9mm Luger um, That's
2: a gun, Matt but... It's not just a big spitball yeah, uh... <laughs> <laughs>
3: <coughs> A 9mm one Get out of the car
2: I've got a really big one ready to go <laughs> Get out <laughs> I can't hold
3: it. No, no, no. no oh, no. he doesn't like spit jokes either. No, of
0: course I don't. <laughs> have a modicum of taste, please. Oh, a modicum. <laughs> how do they? I, I'm wondering how they know such specific things. Like, oh yeah, you're going to get onto that. No, but no. He, no the, how he he's driven in, in drive. twice. I'm like, oh, maybe they have figured that out from car tracks.
3: How else might they but, know?
2: But Survivor.
3: Boom. <gasps> Warnakey, he's on it. Yes.
2: I can tell you, you can only kill one person with a spitball, not two.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah, With his 9mm Luger, That's right.
2: Bloody... Um,
3: the other one's had time to run. Matt
0: McGough's out.
3: Matt McGough. So the
0: first one, they both died. Both died. They both died. And they tell the story because you could sort of figure it out. A bit of forensic evidence based yeah.
3: on like car tracks and stuff like that. And he where was where the shot were. in the
0: head when the body was just out the door. <laughs>
3: exactly. Well, Whereas, think, obviously, I, the girl was a bit further away. I think this
2: bullet may have killed him.
0: <laughs> it would have been weird for Zodiac to go... Look, I got them both while I was sitting in the car, but I want to make this little fun.
3: Mm.
0: I'm going to drag her away a
2: little bit.
3: But that's not unheard of either. Yeah, you know? what? But why? I don't know. Just to throw them off. I don't. Yeah, know. You could
2: probably tell if someone ran and you shot them down though.
3: And they can tell mm. if their bodies have been moved.
0: Yeah, unless you're really good at it.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe he's or she. Yeah, is real good. I reckon it's Polly Ray Cyrus.
3: Putting it out there. Who she's dead. Is not a person. It's not. A, it's not. She doesn't exist. Because okay. she's
2: dead. She well, died in
0: the first paragraph. No,
2: I'm just, I, I just, I've got a feeling that I someone think it was
0: called C- Carly po- Ray I Jepsen.
2: Th- no, I've got a feeling that someone called Polly Cyrus is the killer. I'm just putting it out there. Okay. And by the end of the episode, if we've solved it, you'll know that I was right.
3: Okay. Yep. I might just, I might just go on. I reckon. Oh yeah,
2: they haven't been shot yet.
3: They haven't been. He's got a Luger. Shooting. Well, you don't know that they are going to be. You two are jumping to some conclusions here. He's got a Luger. He's got a Luger, which is a gun. Um, now, he directed the flashlight into the into their eyes and then shot at them, firing five times. Now, both victims were hit and several bullets had passed through Magoo <laughs> Mago, and into into Darlene. So, it shot through Michael into Darlene. Mm. Um now the killer walked away from the car, but upon hearing that Michael was moaning, he returned and shot each victim twice before driving off. Oh
2: no!
0: I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of turn here or jump to any conclusions. But I fucking hate this Zodiac guy. Yep. He's a real jerk.
3: He's a big old jerk. You sure?
0: Yeah. Let no, no, me no, no. go. I feel like, like I bet you he had a lot of living to go. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Oh no. I did. No, I'm being sincere. And so
2: Darlene as well.
0: Darlene, I know. She had,
3: she
2: had everything in front of her. So, he... Unlike Matt, I'm not going to jump to conclusions on this guy. He's only shot four people so far. How many people are in the world? Think about the people he hasn't shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that, I mean, that is, of course, the other side of the coin. And I, I think it's a perfectly valid side of the coin. I've just flipped and landed on the mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. a piece of fucking shit mm-hmm. side. Right. Which is, you know... The smaller side, I'm, pro- I'm, I'm guessing that popular opinion disagrees with me, but that's fine. All right? Am I not allowed to have an opinion
2: now, Dave? Hey, we're going to find out what the popular <laughs> opinion is. So is Michael gone? Is he McGone?
3: Well, this all just happened. Do go McGone. <laughs> this was all happening just before midnight. It was quite late at night, right? At about 12.40, a man phoned the police department to report and claim responsibility for the attack. The caller also took credit for the murders of Jensen and Faraday six and a half months earlier. Oh, on the phone? On the phone. So he's called them and he said, hey, I've just shot some people in a park. Okay,
0: sorry, um, I've just got another call. I'm, I'm trying to fix a washing machine at the moment. <laughs> um, can you just hold for two gyps?
3: Uh, yeah, okay. It's really important, though.
0: All right, look, let me see if I can lose this washing machine clown. He's been overly polite anyway. I'm kind of getting on my nerves. Just get to the fucking point, mister. <laughs> We've switched...
3: We have. Are you playing me now? I think so. Yeah. Okay, I think you did quite well. Actually, thank you very much. I felt like you actually, you were much warmer, pretending to be me than you normally are, and I could I could see that. Yeah,
0: I lifted. Yeah, that's acting. I'm an actor. Wow. In so many now
3: ways. I suddenly, get why people love me so much. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Ma- I'm a ray of sunshine? Yeah.
0: You You're wowsers. Cali Ray. I'm
3: Carly of sun, Ray of sunshine. sunshine Jepson.
0: Jepson.
2: It's Polly Ray Cyrus, guys. Sorry. Man, sorry. Sorry.
0: Polly Ray every time. Of Sun chips. Anyway, whoa.
3: so he's called the police station. And he's told them that he's just shot some people and he also did it six and a half months ago. The police traced the call to a phone booth at a gas station at Spring Road, about three-tenths of a mile from Farron's home and only a few blocks away from the police department itself. Um, so uh, Darlene, so like, then I think obviously people were like, okay, this is what's happened. So then they, they went and found Darlene and Michael. Right. Darlene unfortunately was pronounced dead at the hospital. She survived. I mean, he, survived. Michael, survived the attack despite what, he... being shot in the face, <laughs> neck, and chest. Oh. How many times? A lot. And it went through him to her. Yes.
0: Um. Oh, what... what a fucking awful thing awful. to live through.
3: Awful, but he he survived. Shot in the face and lived. Would he be
2: charged with attempted murder? This has gone through him.
3: No. Dave, it's
0: like an own goal if a goalie <laughs> gets a finger on it. It's like a ricochet. No, that's not an own goal. You know what I mean? If a defender accidentally,
3: I don't. Yeah, I don't think that, Yeah, it. but then the, the, that defender has made contact with the ball, right? Yeah. So, but in this case, Michael hasn't touched the gun no, or but the held bullet, it. Bullet. But the bullet. Is he didn't bullet. hold. He didn't hold the gun. And Guns shoot don't kill people. Himself.
0: Bullets kill people.
3: Right. Okay. New
2: theory. Oh, what oh if? God. Michael's been shot, he crawls to a phone booth, makes the call saying, I did it, because he did do it, yep. goes back to the car, just got away with murder.
3: Wow.
0: What an amazing thing to put yourself through.
2: But if you want to, the, people, the thing that people go to to get away with murder, you should watch the Poirot episode, the Agatha Christie. Oh my God. Death on the Nile. Jeez, he squeezes Poirot oh, in
0: the that. He loves
3: it, doesn't he? He'll get. I love that you also know the names of the episodes. Oh
2: man, it is a rip. One of the best.
3: Really? Do you have to know Poirot well to watch it?
2: No, they're all self-contained. Do you have to know the Nile well? No, but it helps. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Michael has has survived. Now on. Uh, so that was. Early At this July. stage,
0: the police must be thinking, well, we're going to get this guy. He wants to tell us what's going on. Yeah. He's just down the road. There's so this much This is going to be that, so though. quick and easy. Yeah. I imagine they would, that in, in their the... heads, they'd be like, oh, this guy's not right. We're going to quickly yeah. solve But
2: imagine it. in the 1960s, it would have probably taken a couple of hours to trace that phone call, right? I
3: don't know. It's not like
2: now when you're like, quick, call up Telstra and ask who's doing this.
3: Yeah, I don't know. And how quick is it now, anyway? Like, in the movies, it always makes it sound like they have to keep him talking for 30 seconds. You know, so they can trace it. I wonder if it's like that now.
0: And the bad guy always knows to hang up just in time.
3: Yeah.
2: Nearly got it. Keep him talking. Keep him talking. See you later. (laughs)
0: Beep.
3: Did we get it? We lost the call. We lost (laughs) the Ah! call. But then again, you listen to Serial, and they could, like, trace text messages that were sent from...
2: To the
0: tower. What tower? Yeah, what
3: tower? So, you know, and that was data from ages ago. Mm. God, jeez Louise, tell you what. Anyway... Um, so that was, that was early July, right? And then in August, August 1st of 1969, three letters prepared by the killer were received at the, uh, Vallejo. I'm probably saying that wrong. I'm really sorry, Dave. It's pronounced Akren. (laughs) Did you say Vallejo?
2: It's a Vallejo. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Vallejo Times Herald, the San Francisco Chronicle, and the San Francisco Examiner, so three newspapers. Now, the nearly identical letters took credit to the shootings at Lake Herman Rose, so the first ones, uh, Betty and David.
2: David Faraday.
3: And Betty Lou Jensen. um, And also the Blue Rock Springs, which was Michael and Darlene. I'm not going to be able to remember everybody's name as we go. Michael
2: McGough, Darlene.
3: Ferrin. I could just say it I'm on a microphone Farron. Um so each letter also included one third of a 408 symbol cryptogram which the c- killer claimed contained his identity
2: right 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 so sorry I've... so he sent these to three different places
3: yes so he sent it to three different newspapers very cool and so he's split up the cryptogram into thirds and sent a third each right so then he said um, that they all had to be printed on each on each paper's front front page, or he would cruise around all weekend killing lone people in the night, then move on to kill again until I end up with a dozen people over the weekend. Oh, you can't
2: give in to that, can you?
3: What, like the papers would be like, nah, we've got some hot goths we'll put on the front cover instead? Well, you can't,
2: just because, that's, well, that's holding them to ransom. You can't be like, I'm going to, I'm going to blow up your building if you don't put my story on the front page. Sure, you can't. Did they do it?
3: Yeah, they did it. Absolutely they did.
2: Well, probably the newspapers are probably also like, well, this will sell really, really well.
3: So I'm not sure if they all did. The, the Chronicle definitely did. They published its third of the cryptogram on page four of the next day's edition. Not on the front oh, page. Oh, he would have been fucking pissed. Page four. An article printed alongside the code um, quoted the police chief, Jack E. Stilts. Great name. Jackie. Jack E. Stilts as saying, we're not satisfied that the letter was written by the murderer <coughs> and requested the writer send a second letter with more facts to prove his identity.
2: Keep him talking.
3: Now, the threatened murders did not happen, and all three parts were eventually published, so all three parts of his uh, his cryptogram. Um, and on August 7th, so about a week later, another letter was received at the San Francisco Examiner with the salutation, Dear Editor, this is the Zodiac speaking. And this was the first time the killer had used this name for identification. Like, he oh. named himself Zodiac, which is kind of weird. <laughs> um, then again... Like I really, I wanted a nickname and I landed with Bop. So Zodiac's pretty sick. (laughs) This is the Bop killer. This is the Bop speaking. Um, The letter was a response to Chief Stilts' request for more details that would prove he had killed Faraday, Jensen and Ferrin. And so in this letter, the Zodiac included details about the murders, which had not yet been released to the public. So Um. it's sort of like, only I would know this because I was there. It's not like somebody could have researched up and, you know, Uh. known he was like, well, here's this. Um uh as well as a message to the police that when they cracked his code, they will have me. So it's like, Well, you're gonna know, crack my code, then you'll find me. Um The next day, uh Donald and Betty uh Harden, uh, two just two people, um, cracked the four hundred and eight symbol cryptogram. It contained <coughs>
2: Just two people cracked it. Two
3: people. Husband and wife, brother so that, and sister, that's... I don't know what their relationship is, but they're obviously real bored.
2: But is that just <laughs> Was that just one third?
3: Uh, well, no, that's three, all of it. Four hundred eight. That's all of it. They got it. They got it. What? What did it say? Oh, I'm getting to it. I'm so excited. It's so exciting, right? Um, so there's like, it's there's lots of spelling mistakes, and uh, it's a bit, it's like this. The rest of this sentence explains it, but I'll just read you what he said. So it says, <clears throat> "I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all." To kill something to give me the most thrilling experience, it is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. The best part of it is that when I die, I will be reborn in paradise and... they have killed will become... oh those I've killed maybe I don't know he's the spelling is so bad those I've killed will become my slaves I will not give you my name because you will try to slow down or stop my collecting of slaves for my afterlife the last eighteen letters are just nonsense and there's <laughs> just letters that don't make any words wow yeah, yeah.
0: why would they do that is that to th- I don't understand
3: I don't know either. But also he said, if you crack this, then you'll know my identity. And then he's like, nah, he you lied. don't know my identity. Which is so weird. Yeah. So weird. Because
2: right. It sounds like he's obviously not of sound mind, but also he's clever enough to not... Oh, are you only way. just
3: figuring out this serial killer isn't of sound mind? But no, Dave. it sounds like he's Thanks very... so much for your astute psychological observation sort of there, Dr. Genius, Warnecke. But, but yeah, I would say that... You're fucking idiot.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't say that every serial killer is...
3: No, they're wait, mentally Wait, not. what?
2: Is this another moment?
3: Wait, uh, let him finish. No, no, no. Let him,
2: no, no, no. What, are you, what were you going to say? You shouldn't have stopped me because now I can justify what I was going to say. I would say, I think there's different types of... I don't know the technical Say terms what you're going to
0: say, Dave.
2: But some... Obviously, he sounds like he's believing in some deluded afterlife. There's always weird reasons for them to being a serial killer. But some, I, I would to say, are weirder than others. But this sounds real weird.
3: Oh, he was definitely going to say that not all serial killers are psychos. He yeah. was definitely going to say that, oh, weren't you? I don't know if they that's, are because that's the te- what's in they heart. Are,
2: well, there is a technical definition for psychopath.
3: Sure, but they'd have uh, they may not be psychopath or sociopath, which is a different one as well. But they they would definitely have some sort of psychological. Uh, oh well, they're not well. They're <laughs> not well. They've got some pretty extreme issues.
0: Apart from you know.
3: Physically. Your
0: old your old mate.
3: Your mate. He was fine. He was misunderstood.
0: Yeah. I mean, he wasn't that bad. Well, wasn't
3: anyway. he? Are you talking about the Zodiac?
2: Oh,
0: it could be anyone, couldn't it? Who I mean, knows with It you. could
3: have been him.
2: Could have been. Could have been. Your mate. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, I think
3: you do, mate. I think you do. I think you do. Also, speaking of Dave's mate, on the radio the other day we had a newsreader doing a, a news story about Hitler's book, but she called him Adult Hitler. <laughs> and she did it. Like, my co host Mitch and I, we. Did she do it in the we reader's heard voice? It? We the heard, yes. We heard it and looked at each other and we're like, that's weird. But then she, did, she does a news break, so she does, she'll do them like four news breaks within the, the one show, and she did it every time. Adult Hitler.
2: And <laughs> What? Do you think she just written the, that word down?
3: <laughs> I just don't think she could say his name. Oh,
2: okay.
3: Adult Hitler.
2: <laughs> well, Adult Hitler is much scarier than Child Hitler.
3: Yeah, we started making jokes about Baby Hitler. Anyway.
2: Did it, so you were bringing it up in between No, we didn't it mention it on air,
3: way. but we mentioned it to Hang
2: each on, So other. you mean that she had done it twice? And you didn't bring And you it. didn't say, "Hey, by the way, you're making a bit of a fool no. of yourself."
3: No. That is to pretty be fair, awful. She's not She's in a different studio. Oh, so I not, could I could bang on the window and tell
2: Oh, so not in a different city?
3: No. What It's just how she's saying it. Oh, don't make me the bad guy here. She said "adult Hitler."
2: <laughs> it's very funny.
3: <laughs> what an idiot. She's a grown woman. She's probably around when he was. No, she's not that old. Anyway,
2: she's an adult.
3: <laughs> she's, a, she's an adult, Hitler. Somebody tell me to do go on.
2: Do go on, <laughs> Michael on. Um, Michael
3: McGough on.
2: That's what you should have said before, Matt. I, I know, know. Yeah, I knew. I, you were
0: I knew, I knew well, it's because you just said Michael. Anyway, I I understood right in that moment that I fucked it. But thanks for bloody going Pointing back out, and. Yeah.
3: Tipping a shovel Just with dirt. shoving the knife in a bit oh, deeper. Well,
2: You bring up adult Hitler and I'll come back and I'll fuck you all up.
3: Oh, wow. As Hitler would have wanted. Yeah. Good for you, Dave. It really
0: gets him fired up. No. Yeah. Thinking about his, as, his overlord or whatever. As you, the, what, what do you refer to him
2: off air? Zodiac. Off <laughs> oh, that is not true. Please do not spread that.
3: <laughs> back to the Zodiac. So, this these letters and, uh, and his cryptogram and everything, that was all in August of 69. At the end of uh, September, the next month... um Pacific Union College students Brian Hartnell and Cecilia Shepard. Those are pretty good names too. Yeah. Cecilia Shepard.
0: I, I I can't wait for there to be a dull name in one of our reports. There never is.
3: There shan't be. And you know what else I can't wait for? There to be a bad year. Yeah. Not going to happen. Somebody did tweet and was like, you should like mix it up a bit and say, what a crap year. And, oh, I just can't because every year is a good year. They're all great. Um,
0: you should think of one. One right. year that's. One
3: year and then when it comes up, I'll yeah. I'll loot. Maybe one should. of
0: the years when uh, Dave's mate did a lot of his yeah. worst damage. What
3: years were those, Dave? You'd know them very well, wouldn't you? I mean, you,
0: you think of them as positive years, but...
3: As as no. The rest of the world. No. <laughs> no. But not all serial killers are that bad. <laughs> <No. laughs>
2: Didn't never say that. You can't even claim that one, so...
3: <laughs> anyway, Brian Based and Cecilia. Basically, basically said it. <laughs> Brian and Cecilia were picnicking at Lake Beriesa, which is fun to say. Have a go.
0: Lake Berryessa. Berryessa. Adult Hitler.
2: <laughs> Fucked it. Fuck.
3: They're having a picnic, which is adorable, on a small island connected by a sand spit. Um, Luger. To Twin Oak Ridge. Uh, none of this really matters all that much. Now, apparently, a man approached them. This is super creepy. Oh. I also realized like it's so fascinating because in my head I just turned it into like a movie and it's just a horror movie and it's but this actually happened it's terrifying yeah it's called
2: Zodiac it's got Robert I Lee know
3: Jr. Oh, I got to watch it anyway a man approached them wearing a black executioner's type hood
2: oh no with no
3: clip on sunglasses over the eye holes <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're terrified you're terrified you're like oh
2: who's this fucking idiot <laughs> this
0: is a guy who makes puzzles for the police.
3: Oh. He's got clip-on sunnies and a bib. Oh, a bib a on dribble his chest. bib. No, it's like a bib-like device on his chest that Man. apparently had like a white... Um, it had like. Look, I was going to say before,
2: he doesn't sound like he's that insane, but he clearly <laughs> is. He clearly is. But you were looking yourself he in the mirror... He might have
0: just been eating some sort of fried chicken with Lobster. some dipping sauce. Yeah. And he just didn't Why want to... look at the
2: clip-on sunnies over... You look yourself in the mirror with the hood on and you go, yes, I could scare people with this. Hang on, I don't want
3: don't want to damage the eyes, but I put on the odd sun protection. Maybe he has really, really noticeable eyes, like like identifiable. Like, like Dave, if I think I saw you in a balaclava, I'd know it was you with those big blues. Thank you very much. I'd know them anywhere.
2: Old blue eyes here.
3: Matt, I wouldn't have a fucking clue. No idea. Can't see his eyes. He's so hairy.
2: Yeah, you'd have to. He's you'd like have, a bear. Have to put glasses over. I've your never beard. seen
3: Matt's mouth. <laughs> What's his mouth look like? No, he's, pulled, he's pulling up his mustache. What are you hiding? He's got lips. Oh, my God. It looks like oh, a, it's that like, looks
2: so good. It's gross. like a weird fish hole. <laughs>
3: like a
2: gill. <laughs> looks so fucked. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no offense. No offense, but something that's on a, your face that's always there. No clear. offense,
3: but that's gross.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> oh, what, what's going on? Oh, we'll have to tweet a photo of that. <laughs> Sorry. We'll put a warning up as well.
0: Only look if you're an adult, Hitler.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so weird.
0: It's It's a weird thing. I was aware of what I was going to do there. It's so a couple of things. That and the. Yeah, that's the, my favourite one. If you, you
2: wanted to freak people out that were having a picnic on a sandbar, you wouldn't need an execution So <laughs> You'd just lift up your, your mustache and be like, yeah. But of course, you. But you'd be wearing sunglasses to hide your identity. Of yeah, course. Of
3: course. Uh, what would I need to hide? No, I don't want to ask. Um, you laugh. Yeah. Could not laugh whilst
2: killing. That's the number one rule. Oh, but
0: it's There's so no way funny. she could. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him go down.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck, that would be scary.
1: Me laugh. That.
0: That, that would change your laugh. Oh, yeah. If you're doing that, it's just mowing <laughs> people down.
3: Cop that, adult Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even mimic my own laugh. I don't know what it sounds like. It just feels good to me. Sounds like death. <laughs> anyway.
2: You hear that laugh, you're in real trouble.
3: Oh, So, he approached them uh, he, with his clip-on glasses and his executioner-style uh, robe.
2: Do you reckon they saw the clip-on glasses and thought, oh, everything's going to be okay? Yeah, probably. Oh, but then, this guy's okay. then
3: he had a gun. Um, oh, and I'm he starting also, to panic a bit. He also told them that he was an escaped convict from Deer Lodge, Montana, where he had killed a guard and stolen a car.
2: If they know this, Matt, I'm thinking that someone might survive, which is good. Yes.
3: He explained that he needed their car and money to go to Mexico. He had uh, brought pre-cut lengths of plastic clothesline and told Shepard to tie up Hartnell. So he made Cecilia tie up Brian.
2: Oh, if he got me to do that, he'd think I was trying to do a bad job. But really, I'm just bad. Just, at I know. Practical task. Nah, mate, you fuck it, don't fuck me over here. Tie her up properly. And I'd be like, all right, I've got the two bunny ears. You're in a yeah. real sweet spot,
0: sweet spot there as the guy. Because you, you, you'd be like, he's doing this and going to kill us anyway. But you'd just be like, I guess it's worth a try.
3: What, not tying properly? No, or...
0: like doing what he says. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, really, yeah. obviously this guy... If it's, assuming this is the Zodiac, yeah. then he's only going to fuck him in the end. Yeah. So that's probably the moment where you want to, like, punch him right in the clip-ons. <laughs> if you <he> can. <laughs> I reckon that'd be my play.
3: Punch him in the clip-ons? Right, yeah. right yeah, between yeah. the clip-ons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My clip-ons. I flipped off. <laughs> oh, no,
2: you can see my red eyes. My distinctive <laughs> red eyes. Oh, no.
3: He's like, a, he's like an albino
2: rabbit. Um, <laughs> well, the hood would also protect his skin. Yeah. From the sun. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway,
3: so he's made Cecilia tie up Brian, and then the the killer himself ties Brian up. But then he notices that um, Cecilia had tied Brian's hands kind of loosely. So like maybe she's just bad at practical tasks.
2: I reckon that his task was, all right, I'll get him to, her to tie him to tie up her, then her. to oh, Hang on. Oh no, this doesn't work. <laughs> I need a third person. I'm gonna have to. Hey, un- hey over sorry. there! Come over here, come and here. Tie up this man. Come tie up this man.
0: man. I'm just gonna untie her hands, uh, so sh- uh, his hands, so she. <laughs> He can then tie her up.
2: It's like, oh, hang on. This is one of his bizarre maths problems. He's running out of code for it. Hang on. No, I've got this. I've got this. If she tie, No, you tie me up and then... Oh, hang on. No, this isn't good. So he takes... I can't be tied
0: up. He takes a chicken in the boat across to the other side
2: first. (laughs) Quick, hold my gun. Hold on. (laughs) Let me think this out. With do both hands. I'm going to count on both fingers. Both fingers. I've only got one. That's exactly what happened. No, okay. what did happen? So he's noticed report. that she did a shit job. So he's just, he's just no, tightened he it up.
3: He's tightened, tightened both up so they're both tight. So if you were thinking, oh, good, they can get away. Do you reckon now. that
2: he was like, sorry about that, sorry?
3: Who knows? Like, apologise for his shit work? No, it was her. She, she did a bad job. So, you know, she probably did apologise. It's too late. It is too late for apologies.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.
3: Brian believed it to be a weird robbery. What does that tell us if Brian, we know Brian's thoughts?
0: Mm, I think he was saying I to that, Celia before yeah, he died correct. and she passed it on.
2: No. He's written it in blood as he died. A really long message, including the words, I thought this was robbery. I think I was wrong.
3: But uh, the man then drew a knife and stabbed them both repeatedly.
0: Why did he draw a knife first? <laughs> Enough with your illustrations, with, mate. Get to the killing.
3: With Brian's blood.
2: Oh, Brian, you're writing a message there. Can I have a go? Well, that's that's a pretty good <laughs> knife. <laughs> so he stabbed them repeatedly. He stabbed them repeatedly. This is not the same mo modus oh, operandi.
3: I know, but the killer then hiked 500 yards back up to Knoxville Road, drew the cross-circle symbol on on Hartnell's Hartnell's car door with a black felt-tip pen, and wrote beneath it Vallejo, twelve twenty sixty eight seven four sixty nine September twenty seven sixty nine. 6.30, by knife. So, like, coordinates? Yeah. Well, no, he's sort of... Yeah, I guess so, yeah. He's done the date. Yeah.
0: And some court. And what was Vallejo again?
3: That was one of the previous murders.
0: Ah, oh, so he gave the co- the coordinates of a the, past the, ta- the date. Yeah, the right. place
3: and the date. Creepy. Right, but he's also done this symbol that's become his symbol, which is like a cross with a circle around the middle as well. Have you ever seen that?
0: Yeah. Mm. It's on. The, it features heavily in the movie. Like, ah. Maybe in the... Logo of the movie. Yeah. In
2: the two-thirds of the movie, you saw you saw that.
0: <laughs> probably in the outro. <laughs> yeah. The End credits. So he's, 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 <laughs> yeah, original he's changed artwork. his weapon.
3: Yeah, that's what Dave was saying. He's a different MO.
0: And also,
3: mm.
0: why, so he's tied him up and then stabbed him. Tied him up and stabbed him. Because he was like, I probably can't take him. So he's not a big, strong guy, obviously. Who knows? Otherwise, he probably... Because, I mean, he's the only one with a knife. He could have just... Why did yeah. he take so long to do it? I don't know. I don't just know. Just enjoyed... Enjoyed the process. It's
3: very strange, right? And so he's clearly got
2: some sort of jealousy thing of couples too, right? So
3: yeah, that's a theory. That is a theory that people have. Because, again, we don't know who it is. So people have had theories and that is sort of linked to a few of the hey, theories. If I'd
2: done these murders, mm. to make people think I hadn't done it, what I'd do is I'd report on it on a podcast and play a little dumb. Would you? Yeah, I would do that,
3: Jess. Hmm. Just saying. He also doesn't think all... Oh. Serial killers are that psycho.
2: Differing levels of psychosis. Oh Which makes me sound quite clever, but I don't, don't really know what I'm saying.
3: Oh boy, Matt, we're going yeah, to die.
2: pretty clear, Dave, you don't know what you're saying.
3: There are other people in the studio today, right?
0: Yeah, but we'll just are in on it.
2: Anyway, what, can I just ask, was that question, there are other people in the studio, right, because I might kill you or because you're thinking of killing me and thinking of there are witnesses?
3: No, it was more like uh, we got, if I scream, is somebody going to come yeah. running? All that right, cool. That's what I thought, my thinking. Xavier's
0: but, a quite a big man. I took it And more. I reckon he'd rain punishment down do you on your face. He would? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you reckon
3: he'd protect me?
0: Oh, of course. Xavier, bloody hell.
2: How many people That's do you think, nice. just you don't think I could beat, I mean, he would not be able to beat me in a fist fight? I don't think I could beat anyone.
3: No, I reckon you could take a toddler. Or is, is that, or a but I mean,
2: small if you are a,
0: if you are like a an infamous serial killer, maybe you got skills. Yeah, but we don't know about. I'd, w- I'd want you to think I was. I'd want good. you to
3: think you're weedy, and could we couldn't take you. I could take you in a fight easily. I also did taekwondo for three <laughs> years. <laughs> Ooh. So anyway.
0: Yeah, Jess would beat the shit out of you, Dave. I'd
3: beat the shit out of both of you. At the same time. I reckon I would beat the shit out of Matt, just because he's too nice and wouldn't hurt me. But I am not nice.
2: Yeah, Matt, you could be one punch away from death and you'd still be like, all right, I'm not going to do it. Right,
0: come yeah. on. Come on, go."
3: All right, mate. Good stuff. All right.
0: Well, all right. Can't we just
3: get along? Yeah, that would be you. Captain Nice Guy over here. Anyway, so they've been stabbed, right? Um, repeatedly. Repeatedly. At, um, at 7.40 p.m., the killer called the Napa County Sheriff's Office from a payphone to report this latest crime. The phone was found, still off the hook, minutes later at the Napa car wash on Main Street. Um, Only a few few blocks from the sheriff's office, yet about 27 miles from the crime scene. So he'd sort of like fled. Travelled a bit. Travelled a bit, called him, was like, hey, just so you know, did a little murder. All right, bye. Uh, (laughs) Direct quote. Now they were able to, uh, yeah, direct quote. They were able to lift um, palm print from the telephone, but they were never able to match it to any suspect. Uh, see,
2: you'd have to work a lot harder these days as a serial killer because the payphone per
3: yeah. mile
2: so f- ratio, So you'd have to like drive a long way to find a payphone. I have no
3: idea where my nearest payphone is. Couldn't, I don't know either. I'm assuming there'd probably be one on, on the street.
0: You don't need them anymore. That's why people have burner phones. Burner yeah, what phones what are the new payphones. you don't just a phone at all? You just, people just, these kind of guys would just have a, a big bag of burners, I reckon. Sure.
3: But how do you buy burner phones?
0: Supermarkets.
3: Ah, oh, okay. Cash.
0: Yeah, cash. Untraceable. Mm, but when you buy, when,
3: in Australia, when you buy even a SIM card
2: at a supermarket, I had to fill out a form. Did you? I was going overseas, but I bought a travel SIM. I had to fill out a form and declare how many... No, I bought a, that's right. I bought a Vodafone SIM because it was $2 or something. I had, and I had to sign a thing saying, I don't have multiple phones. What? Hmm. Like, you know, not like 10 plus times.: oh, Did they check to... your ID though? I think so. I think I have to write down Bugger. my my license number. So That's get a odd. fake ID first. That's what I'd say.
0: I bought, well, I, bought... I bought a sim in New Zealand a couple of months ago. there was it was just at a news agency.
3: Yeah, I just went to the first. It was just a,
0: like, can I have one of those? And they gave it to me, and it was too easy.
3: Yeah, when I was in the UK, I've just bought, went up to the first news agent in the airport and said, "Hello, sim, please." And they said, "You got a funny accent." And I said, "I'm from Australia." And they said, "Are oh, you? That's interesting. My cousin lives in Australia. Do you know him? His name's Darren." I said, "No." There's fucking heaps of us. Are you kidding there's, me? There's like 10 Darrens. I know. Which Darren? They're like Darren Simpson. He's got brown hair, glasses. And I said, oh, that's <laughs> funny. I actually do know Darren. I used to work with him. He's a lovely guy. I had brunch with him at a tennis club just last week. But that's
0: just a coincidence. Yeah. I
3: don't, I don't know like, eight oh, of the Jess other Perkins. nine. Perkins. He mentioned he was having brunch with Jess Perkins at the tennis club. Darren's. I think I listened to your podcast. And then here we are. <laughs> so hello to Gary if he's listening. Hi, Gary. I don't know what just happened. I'm sorry. I blacked out. I got too far. In the riff, you got lost in a riff.
0: Deep riff. That anyway, a, uh,
3: we're talking about payphones. Why? Because um, they're hard to come by. They are hard to come <laughs> by. I feel sorry for the modern
2: serial killer. I know. All is, right, it is hard. fine. I admit that.
3: <laughs> he admits he feels
2: sorry for serial killers. The modern serial killer, not this guy. He had plenty of payphones. There's like
3: one at every bloody gas station in California. Maybe the closest one was 27 miles away. Did he walk there? Did he have a car? I don't know, Dave. I'm not the Zodiac killer.
0: Right, sorry, I mean, but had that, I thought you... didn't have you, that car, right? I thought... He killed him. He, did it, he take... Their, no, but
3: he, he rode on their car and oh, then... Oh, yeah. I'm assuming left because it'd be weird to ride on their car and so, then drive it such around. such a
0: weird... So he's a guy, he's there in a, like, basically with a sack on his head and some <laughs> old man foot down glasses.
3: Yeah. And a bib. <laughs> Nothing. Doing a little murder and then going about his day. And, like,
0: and his story was all, like, made up. It could have been it. Why did you have to make up a story? You didn't story? have to
3: make up a story. He's
0: like, hey, I like killing.
3: Maybe it was just to, so it was easier to approach them. But then he told her he was a, a, an escaped convict. was going to make people a, trust you, wearing is wearing it? He's wearing a hood on
2: his head. <laughs> that is funny to try and convince her. It's okay, I'm an <laughs> con- escaped convict. My name is Jeff. I have a Dalmatian. Great. Create a backstory. <laughs> create a rapport. This is good.
3: I now, have a Dalmatian. Now, if, they
2: te- if these people survive, they'll tell the cops and they'll come looking for Jeff with a Dalmatian to escape from prison. And I'm Darren Brown from Melbourne, Australia.
0: If I don't, yeah, if I don't do this thing successfully, which I definitely should, because it's killing two people mm. who are going to be tied up.
3: But you know what it's like in the middle of the day, too. But can't what is you? It? Can't what is oh, no, deal? Actually, they're often late at night when you're making out, in the, and oh. you know what? Do you know how many times? This is a total overshare. Do you know how many times I've parked a car in a park and made out in the car? No. How many times? <gasps> a lot. Yeah. Really? As yeah, a teenager. Yeah. As a teenager. Now it's oh. now I have a home that I can make out in. But you know. oh, really? <laughs> yeah. A, I live.
0: Daytime in the though.
3: No, nighttime. Yeah, nighttime. Nighttime, and like other cars would park near you. It was fucking terrifying. Now, so were you terrified at the time? Yes. Oh. So you
2: knew you had a bad feeling.
0: People might have been yeah. dogging you. Dogging. Is that a, is that the thing where people watch watch oh, people making out gross. in car park? Probably. Dogging. Sounds like it would mean something else. I'm not a hundred, look. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to put my life on that no, meaning. It, that's
3: what it means now. Anyway, should
0: be called. Uh, Dave. What should it be called?
2: Car parking. Car parking. No, uh, I'm just that excited. would be confusing. We've like got that little glimpse they're... into the teenage Jess's personal <laughs> life there. Hold. Well, um, How uh, many cars are we talking? Just Riding in uh, cars with boys? Just two cars. Dave, I would... Two different cars? Yeah. Uh, but multiple times in each car? Yes. I
0: th- I, I reckon... Oh,
2: multiple parks?
3: Yeah. Matt, go on.
0: I was just... I'm just thinking that you've probably got an insight into the majority of people.
3: Oh, thanks. I'm ordinary. Great. Thanks, Matt.
0: I know. I was trying to say Nothing
3: that... special about me. About ordinary old Jess. No, Everybody just, does what Jess does. I was saying
0: it was just—it's weird that D- Dave hasn't um, parked somewhere and made out with someone.
2: Oh, I, I still do that.
0: <laughs> well, then, what the fuck are you talking about?
3: It's just uh, I just thought I was alone. I don't open up all that often.
2: Yeah, I was just—I was just saying it was great to. Bit
3: of the... Oh, yeah, tell us more. No, I'm done. Um, yeah, mate, you should have been. Oh, do you mean in, about the
2: report? Should have been encouraged, not discouraged, right, mate? Well, I mean,
0: I—I I don't know. I'm, I'm here to hear about. Serial killer. Serial killers. Not Jess's buddy... Bloody...
2: making out in the car. No, no, no. No, 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 no. go right.
3: Ow. Gear stick. Oh. <laughs>
2: All right. So that's... It's oh, a car with wow. a gear stick. Let's narrow it down. It's not a motorbike.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. Are you going to go find the car? Yeah. Let's... It's probably more That's likely weird, I'll
0: find Dave. that car than
2: the
3: serial killer. What are you going
0: yeah. to do, with...
3: yeah, do with that car? That's a weird thing. I don't though. think that boy owns that car anymore. I'm gonna, well, I'm I know gonna, he doesn't. I'm
2: going to find that car. I'm going to tie it up. I'm going to stab it. <laughs> stab the car. <laughs> are
0: you going to go down with your clip-ons?
2: And I'm going to write some coordinates uh-huh. of this studio and this date. When I first heard about the car. and I'll, I'll draw the little, my symbol, which wow. is...
0: Where are you going to stay in the car?
2: <laughs> <laughs> All over. Wow. Multiple times. Wow. And I'm going to be wearing a hood and Ray-Bans. Oh, Ray-Bans. Oh, are you going to take it up a notch? They're
3: a bit cool. I'm more modern. Yeah, cold. that's right.
2: Only cool people wear Ray-Bans.
3: <laughs> anyway, so uh, he's, he's made the call. Now, uh, after a man and his son were fishing nearby and heard the screams of, uh, of, I've already forgotten their names, we've been talking so long, Cecilia and Brian. Um. And so they went and found them, and they contacted park rangers, and they got the police. Um, Did they get an ambulance? Yes. Good. Um, Cecilia Shepherd was conscious when the police arrived, and she provided him with a fairly detailed description of the attacker.
2: Hood. Glasses.
3: Bib. Bib. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he said he
2: escaped from prison. Thank you.
3: (laughs) Very good. Um, uh, Brian and Cecilia were taking taken to the Queen of the Valley Hospital in Napa by ambulance. Yes, there was an ambulance. Oh, God. Um, Cecilia, she lapsed into a coma during transport to the hospital and never regained consciousness. So she God. died.
2: That's amazing that she was able to ho- describe anyone then.
3: <laughs> I know, because oh, she was conscious and she was able to talk. She died two days later, but Brian survived to um, to recount his tale to the press. Oh. So now he's left a couple of survivors, which means like they're getting a better idea of what he looks like and how he operates, I suppose, but not really.
2: He's obviously not... Very good.
3: Well, he's actually probably the best because they still don't know who he is. Yes, he's
2: good at hiding his tracks but not good at following through on the killing.
3: Yeah. Hmm, good call.
2: Hey, we've all got to work on something.
3: We all do. We've all got stuff to So to have,
0: have to the with. men mainly survived oh, or the women?
3: There yeah, is so much
2: more. Two men. Fuck.
0: Two men have survived. Out May, of the couples. So. Maybe only he's after the lady slaves so he's not fully killing the men. Possible. Maybe. Less
2: stabs.
3: Less stabs in the lady? What? I don't know.
0: Let's forge on. I mean, let's do go <laughs> oh. forge on.
3: <laughs> Two weeks later, on October 11, in 1969, a passenger entered the cab driven by Paul Stein at the intersection. Of two roads. I don't know why I have to read the roads like, no in San Francisco. Roads, you don't know where they are. Please. Um, and he asked to be taken to two other roads.
2: <laughs> where? Where is he going, Jess? I need to work at this house.
3: Washington and Maple Streets. Oh. People
0: are playing along at home via Google Maps. If is
3: anybody in San Fran. Uh, he was in the intersection of Mason and Geary Streets. There
2: probably
0: is some One
3: people. block west from Union Square.
2: Tweet in if you actually know where that is. And if he, you can he, picture it. Don't Google it. If you can picture that in your mind. We want to hear from you. And he
3: asked to be taken to Washington and Maple Streets in um, Presidio Heights. Okay? All right, everybody? Thank you. San Fran? Um, Now, for reasons unknown, Stein drove one block past Maple to Cherry Street. The passenger then shot Stein once in the head. I said one block back! (laughs) With the nine millimetre. Took his wallet and car keys and uh, tore away a section of his blood-stained shirt. So he's, he's... I don't know why. Now this passenger was observed by three teenagers across the street and it was 9.55pm and they called the police while the crime was happening. Like they called them and they're like, this is happening, oh my God. They observed the man wiping the cab down before walking away towards um, the Presidio, one block to the north. Um, so two blocks from the crime scene, Officer Don Fork responded to the call, observed a white man walking along the sidewalk and stepping onto a stairway leading up to the front yard of one of the homes, um, and like, you know, saw him five, 10 seconds. He just saw this person. Um, but the radio dispatcher had alerted to be on the lookout for a black suspect. So they drove past him oh, without stopping. Fuck! And oh. They had a mix up said the suspect is, is black. And but so he they, wasn't. So they saw a white guy. Was he guy. ever
2: black? The witnesses said.
3: I don't know. I don't, well, I don't think so. I don't have a transcript of their conversation. So right. we don't know who's at fault really, Dave, to be honest.
2: Well, I hope someone was fired. Fuck. Someone was
3: definitely fired. So they just kept going because they're like, that's not him. Now the three teen witnesses worked with the police artist to prepare a composite sketch of the Maybe Stein's I mean up. they
0: were American cops. Maybe they just assumed.
3: <laughs> Probably. Flash,
0: they were just cops. Ugh.
3: Yeah, so that sucks. Um, and so these teenagers who saw it, which is awful, and um, were working with police to like get an idea of what he looks like. Um, Apparently, the San Francisco Police Department investigated an estimated 2,500 suspects over a period of many years. 2,500? 2,500 2, suspects. Isn't that insane? So that was in... Um, None of them white. That was, that was the 11th of October. On the 14th of October, the Chronicle received another letter from the Zodiac, this time containing a swatch of Paul Stein's shirt tail as proof that he was the killer.
2: That's why he took it.
3: Yeah. It also included a threat about killing school children on a school bus, and to do this, he wrote, "Just shoot out the front tire and then pick off the kiddies as they come bouncing out," which is oh, weird. Um, I mean, what that's, kind that's,
0: of slaves are kids going to be in his weird paradise?
3: Yeah, it's who, it doesn't uh, make any sense. Are
2: these mate? child messages,
3: slaves. Are these messages written? Oh, child
2: just slaves, straight yeah, up, of course. Or are they? These aren't coded. These aren't coded. These are just letters. Just
3: ramblings. Yeah. At two p.m. on October twentieth, so another another few days later, someone claiming to be the Zodiac called Oakland PD, demanding that one of two prominent lawyers, either F. Lee Bailey or Melvin Belly, again fantastic names, appear on the local television show AM San Francisco. Um, Bailey wasn't available, but Belly did appear on the show. And um...
2: sorry, I'm unavailable.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm in Barbados.
2: Oh. Yeah. Well, we could call you. Nah, I'd prefer not.
3: It's going to stop some school
2: kids from getting shot. Nah.
3: Oh, look, I'm very busy. On the holiday. line's the lines breaking up. Another pina colada, please. <sighs> Sorry, gotta go. <laughs> He's having a good time on his holiday. Um, so the host of the show appealed to viewers to keep the lines open, and eventually someone claimed to be the Zodiac Killer called... Does that just, I mean don't call in? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing that's what he meant, like don't call in. Please him. don't call in. And then someone claiming to be the Zodiac called several times and said his name was Sam.
2: Oh, you could probably hear a recording of that then.
3: Maybe. Yeah. What
2: his voice sounds like.
3: Belly agreed to meet with him, um, but the suspect never showed up. Ooh. So this lawyer, he's like, I wanna I wanna I want you to put the either of these two prominent lawyers on a TV show.
2: Did he just want some free advice?
3: It's so weird. <laughs> it's so
2: what strange. What are my chances of getting off on this? Yeah. I don't know, Sam. Yeah. No, it would have been
0: more like my neighbours. Uh, Bush back in the backyards overgrowing on my fence. <laughs> what am my rights? Uh, am I able to? Can I just? Can I trim? Tr- can I trim it? What's or, on my side? Should they have to pay for depreciation of my trimmers? You know.
3: What? Uh, what kind of? Let's meet up and talk. Yeah, let's chat. Sure. So that was uh, that was sort of the end of October. On November eighth, Zodiac mailed a card with another cryptogram consisting of three hundred and forty characters. The characters, uh, this cipher or the cryptogram, has never been decoded. Numerous possible solutions have been suggested, but none have claimed, like have none have been proven to be definitive. Right. So they've never cracked it. It's just so weird. So the there's first so one could smart be people. Yeah, the table.
2: first one could be cracked by like just two average people. We don't know one, they're
3: average. They could have been rocket scientists, Dave.
2: But like, there's people that Better dedicate way. their lives to codes. Do you know what I mean? Like I they're professors of that kind of
3: thing. And they couldn't get it. And they can't work it out. Just like children. Like. Um, Angels and Demons. Turing?
0: And... Turing.
2: Oh, Alan Turing. Alan Turing. Angels and Demons. You're talking about, um.
0: And Tom Hanks.
3: Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Da Vinci Code. Fuck, there we go. What's Jesus, the... the more famous. Robert one Langdon. Langdon. Yes, Professor Langdon. Anyway. Um. Get him on the case. Yeah, <laughs> get him on the case. Um. On November 9th, the next day, the Zodiac mailed a seven-page letter stating that two policemen stopped and actually spoke to him three minutes after he shot Stein. So after he... The taxi driver. The taxi driver. So he was walking on the street and police stopped him and talked to him. Oh,
2: so did they... This is what I'd do if I was the police chief. Get everyone together and be like, who did you speak to three minutes after this, the crime?
3: Yeah, but they they probably wouldn't have taken down names. Like, you're just chatting to somebody. You don't have to...
2: Yeah,
0: but, yeah, maybe you can <gasps> remember. Which
3: reminds me, on my way to work today,
2: oh, no.
0: I
3: walked past a building as a cop walked out. And I was like, whatever. And I kept walking. And then I was like, where's her other cop? And the other cop was behind her, like, taking a guy... He was—he had like cuffs on, and they were like escorting him. To, and I was like walking next to them. And so I was like, "Do I hang back? What do I do here?"
0: And what? So yeah, why is the partner ahead of him?
3: Well, she was sort of walking ahead. She
0: was plowing, the path. Yeah, she
3: was. Yeah, she was sort of making, clearing a path and getting to the divvy van to open the back.
0: And the the criminal behind has, has swung his hands around, has choked her partner to death with his cuffs. Yeah. Bleed him out, and then uh, he comes for her. Mm-hmm. She's still clear on a path.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> she does she will not turn around for any
0: reason. Meanwhile,
3: I saw the whole thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Very confronting. Like, what's the protocol here? Do <laughs> I stand out of the criminal's way while they're on a murderous rampage or am
2: I meant to walk ahead?
3: I, I mean d- I've only got five more minutes to get to work. I am really pushing it today.
2: I've already used the murderer excuse before. Yeah. They won't believe they me. They are again.
3: not onto it.
0: I've been thinking about this. You know how he's he, uh this topic? Yes. I've been thinking about this. Today. Um, well, mainly just while during, we've been talking. Mainly, yeah. Oh, that's good. So he's collecting slaves for the afterlife. Makes sense. He's got a driver now, right? Taxi driver. Taxi driver. He, the kids, so he's got a chauffeur, sort of. What I mean, what were the other ones he's just collecting? Like teenage. like teenagers. I don't know. Teenagers. If, I
3: don't know if he's thinking like that.
0: Right. Because if, 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 be. if I was the cops, I'd be keeping a close eye on butlers. And bartenders. She- bartenders. Chefs. Chefs.
3: chefs. Maids. Yes. Um,
0: People with helpy skills. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a, a maybe plumber? a nurse,
0: doctors, Hel- helpy plumbers,
2: Hel- help, help.
0: Helpy. helpy oh, that's
3: probably one of the cutest you think... things you've ever said. With helpy skills.
2: Helpy. How about pod podcaster? Is that no? Useful? We are fine. Fun?
3: We are so fine. He would hey, not enter- come for us.
0: No, entertainment.
3: No, but you don't need knowledge. It. You wouldn't go to a podcaster though for that, would you? That's You'd go a very someone good point. Yeah,
0: that's true. You go, You'd to, go an to an entertainer. You go a
3: musician. Uh, a decent comedian. Maybe that's what.
0: <laughs> maybe that's what some of those kids were. Maybe they were they're in a band or something.
3: Child prodigies.
0: Hmm.
3: Yeah, probably. Could be. That's probably it. So that was November of 1969, and then there was like a few months of maybe he was the on holiday. The summer of love. Yeah. He, no, it's not summer there. It's winter. He doesn't like to operate in winter. It's summer for us.
2: Oh, okay. The winter of love.
3: Winter, Do I the... need to explain seasons to you?
2: So up
0: there, they're, they're like, it's all topsy-turvy, it's topsy-turvy up there. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, What? They have a white Christmas. It's cold at Christmas there. That is weird. Isn't that weird? I'd we love play... to be
0: over in the snow right now.
3: We, yeah, it's very hot in here. We play cricket in the backyard and, and it's hot.
0: They don't play cricket in, not, in December? Not at
3: Christmas. No.
0: Whatever, what, what is it? January.
3: What a world. Anyway, um, so... Uh, when do they play cricket? Probably never. Oh. What? August, I guess. What a, if funny, at all.
0: What a funny place. August, up there. if at
3: all. Yeah, I guess we play baseball here. I'm sure there's probably
0: you are thinking of places of the in the northern States. hemisphere as being just America.
3: That's all it is.
0: Mm. Although we were talking about America, we
3: were, we were, in this case we're talking about America. Very good point. Other parts of the northern hemisphere, i.e., Europe, would love, play love cricket, cricket. Uh, during their summer. Oh. So. Yeah, July, August-ish, around there.
0: Thank you, and um, thanks for fielding these questions
3: about <laughs> seasons. Um, so, March of nineteen seventy, March twenty-second, Kathleen Johns was driving from San. See,
2: that's a pretty average name.
0: Oh yeah, I guess I, I never Johns. noticed the ones that are. Yeah, boring. Kathleen Johns. It's still a nice, solid name, but it's not. It's not. Doesn't sound made doesn't up. Doesn't sound made yeah. up. I believe her. Kathleen yeah.
3: Johns. She was driving from San Bernardino to Petaluma, definitely said those wrong, sorry guys, to visit her mother, and she was seven months pregnant and had her 10-month-old daughter Uh, beside her. Relax. (coughs) While uh, heading west on Highway 132, a car behind her began honking its horn and flashing its headlights, and she pulled off the road and stopped, and the man in the car parked behind her approached her car and said he'd observed that her her right rear wheel was wobbling and offered to tighten up the lugs for her. And she was like, oh, my God, thank you. So after he finished, he drove off. Oh, my God. He's like, see ya. Thank God. Yet when John's pulled forward to re-enter the highway, the wheel almost immediately came off the car. So he's, like, loosened instead it's of tight. Loosen. Right. It's lefty-loosey, righty-tighter. We all know that, ah. Zodiac. And then he returned. He almost
0: did a really nice thing. I almost was ready you, to get back on board. You
3: sighed with relief.
2: Did you just say he returned?
3: Oh, he comes back. Oh, no. What? It was
0: all part of some sort of plan. <laughs>
3: It's going to be good. So he comes back. Offers, it wasn't an
0: innocent mistake.
3: He offers to drive her to the nearest gas station so she can get help. But didn't she say, like, what the fuck, you just... I was driving perfectly fine. No, you know, because he would have said it confidently, like, oh, your wheels. I mean, I think this will probably, I hope this does the job, but anyway, all the best. And then her wheels come off. He's like, oh, I told you, your wheels fucked. Would you guys ever pull over if someone
2: was honking and flashing behind you?
0: I, I don't like the idea of it. We did it. In a very similar situ- situation, out in the out in the middle of nowhere, at South Island of New Zealand, Oof. a couple of months ago, someone was flashing their lights um, behind us, and I knew why. So I kind of, I'm like, oh, they, they kept because you
3: were drink driving.
0: It was because I was yeah I was blind drunk, <laughs> and and my head was out the window,
3: <laughs>
0: and and you're like, woo, and I was naked. <laughs>
2: And you were looking the wrong way.
0: And I was throwing full also, bottles of beer out the window. Also, it wasn't a car, Into their it windshield. <laughs> it was a horse. It was a horse.
2: You're naked, backwards naked on a horse out the window. So, yeah.
0: so I mean, yeah. I had an inkling.
2: I'm out, I'm out the horse window. Beep, beep. Oh, I bet I know what this is about.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: so you pulled the horse are... <laughs> over. So, you said, "Wall there. Oh, my God.
0: All right. Well, we'll hear him out. But I know what's wrong. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there was uh, one of the hubcaps was uh, slightly, was slightly loose and I knew this cause I was following that car earlier in the day. Sure. So I could, I could see that it looked like the wheel was wobbly, but yeah. it was just the hub, and I'd forgotten to put Give the hubcap back sure. on. So they were, they pulled up to say your back wheels looking wobbly. and yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's just the hubcap. Thank you very much. But
2: Did they offer to tighten it?
0: But it was a very similar scenario. Did they murder you? And, and they didn't murder me. Ah. But they did. Um, they did wish me a really, really good, good trip.
3: Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. God, kiwis are lovely. Yeah. Anyway, well, no, I'm glad you're alive.
2: I, I don't think I would ever pull over. But I, why? I, no way. My instinct unless was kind of unless I was like... at a service station or a town. No fucking way.
3: I'm too trusting. I guess this is out in the middle of country roads. If I'm though, in the middle different.
2: of nowhere and someone's honking and beeping, I'm going to keep cruising until we hit somewhere. Some yeah, this, witnesses. This,
0: this. I'm a very yeah. suspicious person. I guess this... that makes
3: sense. I'm thinking like just normal roads. I. Probably Yeah, be this
0: bad road bad. I was on was in the middle of the bush. Jesus! Or like in the middle of the mountain, sort of yeah. wilderness sort of area.
2: I'd panic, but I wouldn't pull over.
0: Yeah, so, that's interesting. I'd, I'd
2: rather the wheel fall off than them kill me. I'm just saying. I'm uh, just c- saying.
0: Certainly, into the future, I'm gonna have a. I think maybe a couple times about it
2: because of this podcast. I'm yeah, just so totally. Sorry. Jess just saved your life, Matt.
3: Yay! I just apologise, but now I'm not sorry. Anyway.
2: Okay, so he's come back, and
3: after the drive. Drop- so she... I'll take you to a gas station. She says, that'd be great, thanks. With the kid? So they get in the car. With yeah. her 10-month-old. No, she left the 10-month-old back at the car. Look, yeah, she took the fucking 10-month-old, Dave. Well, someone might... Are you well, going to leave her? Are you going to well, leave her? She's went a that... fucking nappy. Well, no.
2: Well, knowing that he is the Zodiac, it probably is, I would leave the kid in the car. But
3: leave the doesn't... kid in the car with He's... the windows up? He's you gonna, monster. Would, would she's going to get
2: warm and maybe, yeah.
0: And you'd it, leave
3: the kid with a... Li- no, you wouldn't go with him at all.
2: Fair enough. That's probably the choice you'd make.
3: Jesus. Well, thank God you can never be a mother.
0: Yeah. I wonder. So this is in the middle of nowhere. I don't know if that's going to help her particularly. I think either way, he's going to probably take her down. Well, Does he know she's pregnant?
3: She's seven months pregnant. It's probably pretty obvious.
0: So Dave's worried about the 10-month-old. What about the seven-month-old Well, she
2: status, can't leave mate? that
3: in the car.
0: Well, can't she?
2: Well, Hang on, I let, mean, me you're get, telling a story, let me mate. give birth prematurely or leave the, the baby in the car. So,
3: with the, so it can look after the 10-month-old? Yes. No, right. the other no. way around. The 10-month-old looks after the baby. I know, that was the joke, you fuckhead. You're not ta- leaving either of the child the, childs there. Well,
2: I'm not an idiot and I wouldn't pull <laughs> it's over.
3: hot and I'm getting grumpy. <laughs> sorry, Dave. Sorry, Dave, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm a bit offended. I'm sorry for calling you a fuckhead, but also, come on, mate.
0: I, 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 can we, I need to find out that these guys are all right. please. Yeah, no,
3: I, I think I might
2: be padding because I don't want to know if they get killed. No,
3: During the be... ride, the car passed several service stations, but the man did not stop. For about 90 minutes, he drove back and forth around roadblocks. I'm um, uh, sorry, around back roads. Why,
0: how do we know this Exactly.
3: Exactly. The John's,
2: 10-month-old.
3: When John's yeah. asked why he wasn't stopping, he changed the subject. When the driver <laughs> finally stopped at an Look, intersection... That's a, that's a great sunset. <laughs>
0: Finally... What's over there?
2: What's over there?
3: <laughs> Why aren't you stopping?
2: How old's your kid? I already answered that three times.
3: How? I've forgotten. I've got uh, dementia. Um, while, when the final f- driver finally stopped at an intersection, Johns jumped out with her daughter and hid in a field. Yes. The driver searched for her using his flashlight, telling her that he wouldn't hurt her, before eventually he gave up. Unable to find her, he got back in the car and drove off. Johns then hitched a ride to the police station in Patterson. Um, when she gave She's her got statement, another stranger's. Car. I, mean, I was going to say, "Well, how long yeah. do you
0: wait before you go out and wave down a car?" I'd be like, "This freak is still around." I yeah, bet what you.
3: if it was his car? Oh, so, terrifying. firstly,
0: like he drives off and then he comes back. I'd be like, "That's weird," but maybe you don't think. You don't be, feel safe. Well, sus.
3: maybe if he'd only just sort of pulled off and maybe he could have seen her in the rear mm-hmm. view mirror or something, that would make True. sense. Yeah. But you're right. If he's already gone and then she's it's taken like, a oh, few minutes a later, bit... that's really fucking weird.
2: What are you guys saying? Just...
3: If, like, the fact that he helped her with the wheel, drove off and then came back, that seems weird. Oh, yeah, how does he know? Well, that's mm. exactly it. I'm saying if he was... If he'd only just left and she oh, pulled can, out as well, sorry, I Sorry, I'm her. with you completely. yeah. where did you go in those in those in that minute? Where I was thinking
2: you... about how long I'd hide in the field before I waved down the car. Yeah, that's what I was I'd thinking. I'd probably too. think about at least ten hours.
0: <laughs> I'd, th- I'd, I'd think <laughs> about sun up, I'm, sun I'm, up almost.
2: Yeah, I re- I'd wait to. Was it darker this time? Probably. I'd wait till the light.
0: If he, if, if, if he, got unless he's wearing a sack on his head, yeah, the ten
2: month old makes it difficult.
3: It makes it hard. It's a tiny little kid. You got to feed it.
2: You got to keep it quiet too, You've got so to it doesn't feed make any. It. Well, if
0: it cries out, he might
3: That's find you. That's probably the easiest bit. Feeding it. Yeah. Do you reckon? Oh yeah. It's Ten months old. She's got food on Could her. Could be on her. formula. Could then be. it's trickier, <laughs> then like it trying hard. to measure out those little bits oh, yeah. of
0: powder. Ugh.
3: Anyway, so she makes it to a police station. She gives a statement to the sergeant on duty. And while she's doing that, she noticed the police composite sketch of Paul Stein's killer and recognized him as the man who had abducted her and her child. What? Same dude. But isn't this everywhere in the news? Watch out for this man. He's yeah, the Zodiac Killer. When her car was found, it had been gutted and torched. So, like, they'd, they'd gone back to where her car should have been. So and... he
2: went back and torched it. Oh. Whoa! How that's creepy a bold is that? move. As Which well. again,
3: then I guess then means that he would have like backtracked, so he could have definitely driven past her again, yeah. or where she was. Now I'm creeping myself out. Ugh. Creepy. No, thank you. That's why you wait ten hours. You gotta wait ten she, hours. I reckon
0: she must have waited quite a while. Cause, yeah, probably. But, yeah. Or or was very lucky. I guess she but was lucky.
2: He might also. Oh, he so he, unlucky. Depends how well. long he looks for her, because he might panic because it looks a bit weird if someone's on the side of the road like yeah, with a torch. That's
0: true. And your, your picture's up around yeah, police station. and you possibly
2: everywhere. have a gun or whatever as well.
0: So they know what he looks like.
3: Yeah, well, they've got an idea of what he looks like, yeah.
0: There's eyewitnesses.
3: Isn't that crazy that you,
2: you know, in I thought, 40 years since no one's been like, oh, that looks a bit like my uncle in, the, in that year actually.
3: It's funny that you say nobody's done that, David.
2: Oh, uh, actually, well, with these things, as we always find, It's like
3: D.B. Cooper.
2: People always come out and be like, no, it's definitely my dad. Exactly. My dad is D.B. Cooper.
3: Exactly Right. Um,
1: I'd be
0: like, a lot prouder about that one than this one. Someone, oh,
2: yeah. someone on an email actually emailed in saying that they think their dad is DB Cooper, and then they wrote, But that's a story for another time. I oh, want no, to hear it is. now!
0: No,
3: that's the story for right now. Did you reply and say, send Here's us my that? number. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Call me right now. It's the
2: DB Cooper hotline.
0: Where are I you? Up.
3: We will fly you to Melbourne. Come here. We won't. We don't have that money. Um, Patreon, really? look, Patreon.com.
0: Um, <laughs> Unless they're from Dandenong or something.
3: Yeah, then we could forget them here. Um so on October 27, 1970, Chronicle reporter Paul Avery, who had been covering the Zodiac case, received a Halloween card signed with the letter Z, Z, Americans. You, you get it.
0: Translation. Z. We say Z. Wait, slow down, Bob.
3: Why do we say Anyway, no. Because that's what it was
0: originally, I believe.
3: Great. Z, Z. Signed with the letter Z and the Zodiac's cross circle symbol and handwritten on the card was the note. Oh, Peekaboo, you are doomed.
2: Oh wow!
3: How fucking Good creepy Halloween. is that? You definitely look
2: behind you when you open
3: that. Yeah, <laughs> And he's just there. Like, Hello, um, <laughs> Peekaboo. Hey,
0: sorry about the funny card. Just, um, <laughs> I've been asking everywhere, but there's a hedge, and it's really growing <laughs> over my yard now. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> that I had to bring it up in this way, but I just am not getting answers. Also,
3: happy Halloween, I suppose.
2: Yeah. Um, if you wrote it in the lo- about in the local paper, then maybe you know. The council would act on it. Yeah. But I hate negative press. You know that.
0: You know, you know as well as anyone.
3: Um, you are doomed. You are doomed. The threat, It was taken pretty seriously and received it. They put it on the front page story. I think you were taken pretty seriously. <laughs> but, like, but I'm assuming it was either sent to the Chronicle office or like his home. It's even creepier if it's to his home. Oh, because he home address. his address. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so they, they, put that, uh, they put the letter on the front page of the Chronicle of the newspaper. And soon after receiving this letter, Avery also received an anonymous letter alerting him to the similarities between the Zodiac's activity and the unsolved murder of Sherry Jo Bates, which had occurred four years earlier at the City College in Riverside, um, more than 400 miles south of San Francisco. He reported his findings in the Chronicle on November 16, 1970. But again, they're not really sure. But that attack, this is what happened to Sherry Jo. <laughs> Another fantastic name. So four years earlier in 1966, 18-year-old Sherry Jo Bates was a student at Riverside Community College, and she spent the evening at the campus library uh, until it closed about 9 p.m. And neighbours reported hearing a scream about 10.30 p.m. She was found dead the next morning, a short distance from the library, Um, between two abandoned houses that were set to be demolished for campus renovations. So she's just like in this empty sort of space. The wires in her Volkswagen distributor cap had been pulled out. Dave, you drive a Volkswagen, mate. Oh, Oh,
2: my distributor cap is fine. For now. I believe. Um, I'm not a mechanic.
3: (laughs) she uh, She was brutally beaten and stabbed to death and a man's Timex watch with a torn wristband was found nearby. The watch had stopped at 1224 but police believe the attack occurred much earlier. Um, and then a, a month later, on in, in November of 1966, nearly identical typewritten letters were mailed to the Riverside police, uh, oh, to the Riverside police and the Riverside Press Enterprise. Titled "The Confession," and the author claimed responsibility for her murder. Provided details of the crime that were not re- the crime that were not released to the public, and he also the author also warned that Bates is not the first, and she will not be the last. On thirteenth uh, of March, nineteen seventy one, five months after Avery's article linking the Zodiac to the Riverside murder, the Zodiac mailed a letter to the to the L.A. Times, and in the letter he credited the police instead of Avery for discovering his Riverside activity but they are only finding the easy ones. There are a hell of a lot more down there. So he did claim it.
2: Right, but he said there's more. There's
3: more. Oh. Creepy.
2: But maybe you would say that, wouldn't you?
3: Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, I did it, but who knows. But so still, <coughs> even though he's sort of claimed it, the connection between Sherry Joe Bates and the whole area and the Zodiac kind of remain uncertain. There isn't a lot of... He could have just been... It is hard to take Like the, we're saying, he could just word, be like, yeah, that was me. Yep. To take the word of a madman.
0: He's, yeah, it sounds like sometimes you're just sort of fucking with him, right? Yeah, it does certainly feel and like it, that. And also would help put them off the scent if if, you're, if they're... Closing in. If they th- think they are, and they're like then trying to draw, conclude, like they might be ruling people in and out, suspects, because they weren't, they couldn't have done certain murders, but yeah. if he didn't do them, you know, I just... Ooh, boy. It's very hot in here.
3: It is very hot in here. Um, they, a little while later, um, a postcard was sent to the Chronicle, addressed to Paul Averly. <laughs>
2: Did it have a toe print on it?
3: Yeah, it had a toe print. <laughs> uh, Paul Averly, not his name. It's Avery, but he's sent it to Averly. Um they a be- code. <laughs> they believed it was from the Zodiac, and it appeared to claim responsibility for the disappearance of a woman called Donna Lass, Uh, that had happened uh, the previous September, so in 1970. Now, she was a nurse at the Sahara Tahoe Hotel and Casino, and she worked until about 2 a.m. on September 6. Um, Later that same day, both Lass's employer and her landlord received phone calls from an unknown male falsely claiming Lass had left town due to a family emergency. She was never found.
2: Oh, but they think that the Zodiac claimed it.
3: Yeah, well, he sort of, he, yeah, he claimed, well, a letter arrived, they think it's from the Zodiac, and it was claiming responsibility for this disappearance. Apparently they found a grave site, but all that was actually found in there was a pair of sunglasses. There's no evidence. They still don't know what happened to Don Alas. But he was like, me? So creepy.
2: And may may those Ray-Bans rest in peace.
3: May they.
0: You wonder if it's like other people are going, um... I want to kill someone. I'm going to do it in his I'll style. Just, yeah, I'll
3: just... yeah, And then copycats, blame him. Copycats. And then they...
0: They're going to, I've got alibis for all the other ones. It wasn't me. It's a free murder. Maybe. Is that what... The kind of thought you'd have, Dave?
3: Yeah, Dave. What would no, you I think? don't have that thought. Hmm. So, um...
2: I've never killed. And I'll never kill again. What? That's my take on... I'll, I'll, I've killed before and I'll kill again. Dad. I've never killed and I'll never kill again.
3: And the uh, Vallejo Times Herald story appeared on November 13th, 1972. Um, the uh, Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Office Bill Baker, another good name, postulated that the murders of a young couple in northern Santa Barbara County might have been the work of the Zodiac Killer. Apparently on June fourth, nineteen sixty-three, high school senior Robert Domingos and fiancé Linda Edwards—not as—not as, as good—Sunday um, in
2: Spanish Domingo
3: Domingo—they um, were shot dead on the beach, um, having skipped school that day for senior ditch day. Hang on, they're seniors and they're fianc- they get engaged. Louise, the sixties—a different time. Hmm. Now, well, I, Henry the Eighth, I can't get a bloody date. <laughs> Here they are, high school kids, having a a really fiancé. When you bloody in the
2: the car making out as a teen, you should have locked them down there. Should have locked it down. Should have locked them down. You should have proposed in that car. Damn it. In Sweet Valley High.
3: Damn it. Um, Anyway, so police believed that the assailant attempted to bind the victims, but when they freed themselves and attempted to flee, the killer shot them repeatedly in the back and chest with a twenty-two caliber weapon. The killer then placed their bodies in a small shack and tried unsuccessfully to burn it down. Which, again, it's like he's never set fire to things before. He's always doing something different, mm. which, you know, you've got to admire. You've got to admire in any kind of art, I suppose. Just try always
0: pushing new boundaries. Trying
3: new things and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm.
0: That's, where, that's where the best art is Absolutely. made.
3: Absolutely. I've always said that. Um,
0: that's where I learn it.
3: This is, uh, this is the final Zodiac letter. So um, um, So the Zodiac remained silent for nearly three years. Didn't hear anything from him. And then the Chronicle received a letter from the Zodiac, postmarked January 29, 1974, um, praising The Exorcist as the best satirical comedy that I've ever seen. Okay. Alrighty. The letter included a snippet of verse from the Mikado and an unusual symbol at the bottom that that has remained unexplained by researchers. And the Zodiac concluded the letter with a new score. A lot of his letters he'd have a score, so he'd write his little symbol. Equals and whatever number it was, and then it would always say SFPD, so San Francisco Police Department. So this, this final score was me So it was in
2: sign off. Is that what you mean by score?
3: What do you mean? What score? What like as in like a tally. Like, oh,
2: sorry, a score of how many people is killed? Yeah. Sorry, it wasn't. I was thinking that you meant something else. When you immediately said score, you said a new score. I imagined that you meant a new cinema score. He'd rewritten the music to The Exorcist.
3: was <laughs> a new soundtrack. I think you will find quite apt. Of course, you thought that. Hmm. Of course, you went straight to cinema score and not any type of sporting score.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was on the right.
3: I you were talking right? about right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> the Exorcist. <laughs> 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 and then he just writes SFPD. He's just written out a little music. I'm sure that's been done on CSI or something, but like, um, a letter written, like in musical. Yeah.
3: Oh, so. do you reckon? Well, you've only got. Probably. <laughs> anyway, he's concluded this final letter with me equals thirty-seven, SFPD equals zero. So he's claiming 37. thirty-seven. He's claiming thirty-seven.
2: But has that jumped up wildly from the last few letters?
3: Um, I think. Well, I think so. But like, there's also a lot that we don't. Know about or that aren't attributed to him. I think the last letter that I've sort of got here was like 13 or 14 people, and now it's jumped up to 37. Is 37?
0: he accusing the SFPD of never killing someone? I think that is offensive.
2: That's wildly I th- wrong.
3: I think, in a way, look, I think you're right, but he probably also means like, I've killed 37 people yeah, and you've so caught zero zodiacs. Yeah,
2: I've written the music to 37 films and, and you've you, you haven't nothing. scored any.
3: You idiots. Now, suspects like we were sort of talking about.
2: Great. I've already named a couple. Jess Perkins. No. <laughs> well, just her, really.
3: A number of suspects have been named. Um, there's a book called Zodiac, and it, it suggested that Arthur Lee Allen was a suspect based on circumstantial evidence. A letter sent to the Riverside Police Department was typed on a roller typer with an elite type, the same brand found during a February 1991 search of Allen's residence. So he had the same typewriter. Uh, he owned and wore a Zodiac brand wristwatch and Alan lived in the area and worked minutes away from when one of the first victims, Farron, lived and where one of the killings took place. So he kind of lived in the area. Ooh, we're to ya. That sounds pretty...
0: Did he look like the people? Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, that's what I want to know. Yeah. I just thought he was never seen.
3: Well, this is all much by later. By well, a
0: living person. So mm. it feels like just... Get the lady with the kids.
2: Yeah, a bunch of people have gotten away. Go finger him, <laughs> <laughs> and then tell us who did it.
3: <laughs> Dave was so Swish. proud of that; yeah, yeah. he loved that. Sorry,
2: uh, score me one,
3: please. And this is all yes. Yeah, sc- okay, I'll write you a song then, shall I? Thank you. Fucking idiot. This all sort of happened later. Like that was in '91 when they searched his, his residence. And then in 2002... The, oh, so they so
2: they took this seriously? Yeah,
3: kind of. And then in 2002, they developed a partial DNA profile from the saliva on stamps and envelopes from the Zodiac's letters. And they compared this partial DNA to the DNA of Arthur Lee Allen, but um, they, they didn't really get much. And then a DNA comparison was also made with the DNA of a guy called Don Chaney, who was Allen's former close friend. And the first person to suggest Allen may be the Zodiac killer and since neither test resulted uh, neither test result indicated a match ellen and cheney were just sort of let go and it can't be stated definitively that the dna from the zodiac matched anybody so
2: has anyone ever posited the theory that it was more than one person
3: uh that well, those two were working together i think so yeah so there's still like it's actually still kind of being looked into which is so which I find so fascinating. So in April of two thousand and four, their police department marked the case as inactive, citing caseload pressure and resource demands and they sort of they effectively closed the case. However, they reopened their case sometime before March of two thousand and seven. Um, in two thousand and seven a man named Dennis Kaufman claimed that his stepfather, Jack Terrence, was the zodiac. Jack Terrence, good name.
2: Good name for a killer.
3: Yeah. Kaufman turned several items over to the FBI, including a hood similar to that worn by the Zodiac. According to news sources, a DNA analysis conducted by the FBI on the items was deemed inconclusive in 2010. So they got nothing. Damn. Damn. In 2009, a lawyer named Robert Tarbox, who in August of 1975 was disbarred by the California Supreme Court for failure to pay some clients, so he's sort of like a dodgy lawyer, Um, said that in 1972, a merchant mariner walked into his office and confessed to him that he was the Zodiac Killer. The seemingly lucid seaman, (laughs) whose name Tarbox would not reveal due to confidentiality, described his crimes briefly. Um, but persuasively enough to convince Tarbox that he was actually talking to the actual Zodiac.
2: Great, but he won't name him. He won't
3: name him. Still still won't. Cheers, um, mate. Cheers. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um,
2: that
0: sounds like bullshit.
3: So he, he, never, he never turned up again. He never spoke to him again. So he's like, mm, okay. Um, but the only reason that he came forward with this information is to clear the name of Arthur Lee Allen because at that time people were like, it, oh, it's Arthur Lee Allen's Zodiac. And he was like, no, he's not. I spoke to the Zodiac in 1972. Who oh, was he okay. then? I won't oh, tell.
0: Okay, okay, maybe that makes right, sense. So it was
3: a little bit weird. But, um, you know, the guy who wrote the book Zodiac, or sorry, um, Arthur Graysmith, he wrote several books about Zodiac. He said that the story was entirely plausible. So who knows? And then retired police handwriting expert, like, get a life, dude, Lloyd Cunningham.
0: I like this guy.
3: Who, uh, he worked on the Zodiac case a lot. Um, he added that they gave me banana boxes full of Allen's writing, and none of his writing even came close to the Zodiac. Nor did DNA extracted from the envelopes. So they were just sort of saying it's not this guy, Arthur Lee Allen.
0: If he wrote his own letters, mm, who knows? Could have had a monkey. <laughs> banana boxes. Did.
2: Oh. How do you get banana boxes?
0: Yeah. Hello. Very interesting.
3: On February 19th, 2011, America's Most Wanted featured a story about the Zodiac Killer, and a picture has recently surfaced of a known Zodiac victim, Darlene Ferrin, and a man who closely resembles the composite sketch, formed, uh, which they've formed based on eyewitnesses' descriptions. So they have a photo of Darlene and a guy who looks like the Zodiac Killer. And so they've sort of put that photo out there. It was so was the
2: photo of her helping catch him? Because he he's killed her. And he's, he's in, in it.
3: He's in the photo. He's in the photo. Oh, so he knew her. That's what this. That's what they think. Maybe it's a guy who looks a bit like their composite picture. So maybe. Have you seen that photo? I haven't. I wonder if it is him. I know. Well, we don't know. They still don't know. Police are still hoping someone can identify that photo. So that
2: never. That didn't pay off. That didn't pay off. I'm sure, they got a lot of calls, but nothing. Not as yet. Isn't
0: when that, was that,
3: isn't though? that fascinating? That was in 2011. That wasn't that long ago. It's crazy. It's crazy, Dave. It's absolutely insane. Former California Highway Patrol Officer Lyndon Lafferty said the Zodiac Killer was a 91-year-old uh, man whom he called by the pseudonym George Russell Tucker. <laughs> Why not you pick such a
2: complicated pseudonym? This is just, so good, too. Just call him Greg.
3: Using a group of retired law enforcement officers called uh, the Mandama Seven... <laughs> Lafferty discovered Tucker and an under, and a cover-up for why he was not um, like pursued or why he wasn't investigated. But then Tucker died in February of 2012 and was not named because he was not considered a suspect by police. So who knows, maybe he got away. Um,
0: he was, that guy didn't think he was 91 at the time of the killings, right?
3: Yeah, he was 91 at the time. He's now 137.
0: <coughs> Is that true? He thought it was a 91... No. No, okay,
3: good. In Feb of 2014, this is the last one, it was reported that a man named Louis Myers, such a good name, had confessed to a friend in 2001 that he was a Zodiac killer after learning that he was dying from uh, cirrhosis of the liver. Right, So he requested that his friend, Randy Kenny go to the police upon his death. Myers died in 2002, but Kenny allegedly had difficulties getting officers to cooperate and take his, his claim seriously. So there are several potential connections between Myers and the Zodiac Killer. So Myers attended the same school as victims uh, David Faraday and Betty Lou Jensen, the first oh. two. Went to the same school po- as Polly them. Polly Rosaris. Polly Rosaris. He also allegedly worked in the same restaurant as victim Darlene Ferrin. Um, he had access to the same sort of military boots whose prints were found at the Lake Berryessa crime scene. Access. He had access (laughs) to boots.
2: He knew a store on the high street that sold them. He had access to boots. Um, Furthermore... This does sound
3: good. During the 1971 to 1973 period where no Zodiac letters were received, Myers was stationed overseas with the military. Um, Kenny says that Myers confessed he targeted couples because he had a bad breakup with a girlfriend. While officers associated the case associated with the case is sceptical, they believe the story is credible enough to investigate. Isn't that fun?
0: We're not going to, but it could.
3: It could. But the same year, so that was February 2014 that it was all reported that Louis Myers had said this, in May of 2014, a book written by Gary Stewart was released claiming his biological father, Earl Van Best Jr., was the Zodiac Killer without any confirmed evidence. (laughs) But he wrote a whole book on it. He wrote a whole book on it. My father, Earl Van Best Jr. He
2: could have done this. He could have done that. He he He, had access to books. He could have. He was not born in the year, but he could have been. He
3: could have done it. So, basically, we get to the end there with no solution. Are
2: you telling me that a case that hasn't been cracked in over 40 years, 50 years, hasn't been cracked by you and your report that you researched last Mm -hmm. night...
3: How do you know I did it last night, mate? That one was, I've been working on that for weeks. I did it
2: last night. That, that was one of those moments. How did you know it was last night? We never released that information to the public. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: ah!
3: <laughs> wow, that... It...
0: Uh, Jess said uh, earlier in the episode that she was working on it last night.
3: And it was scary because I was home alone. That's right,
2: circumstantial evidence.
3: Yes, very and good. That call came from inside the building. <laughs> There's a payphone in my house. So there we go, gents. That is my report on the Zodiac thank Killer. Thank you very much,
2: Jess. And thank you to everyone that suggested that. I hope that we reported on it but still didn't answer any questions.
3: I am so sorry if you listen to that at night, but also... It's what the the people want. You knew the rest. Yeah, like you literally, you saw the title. When you download the episode
2: that's called The Zodiac Killer, Mm. you probably thought, oh, what's this episode? Is this a sequel to the Wiggles episode? Yeah, this is
3: going to be nice and lighthearted. I want to hear Jess talk about dancing some more.
2: Well, at the end of every episode, we'd like to thank you for listening, but also a big shout out to the people that brought you this episode, and those are the uh, Patreon supporters, patreon.com slash do go on pod. If you want to get involved, you get little rewards for helping keeping the show running. And, of course, one of those bonuses is, if you pledge a certain amount, we will give a shout-out directly to you for sponsoring this episode. Another and
0: one is a bonus episode, which was released uh, last week.
2: That's right. If you, It's uh, a
0: fucking mess, but <laughs> it's the kind of thing you can enjoy, too.
2: Uh, well, I will enjoy because I wasn't there on the bonus, but there's, it's, anyway, there's a bit from me at the start, anyway. Um, so, we were all there in spirit. <laughs> uh, but we'd like to thank, uh, this week, we get to thank a patron supporter each, and I would like to thank... The person that makes me feel good at night. Wow. When I go to sleep, I feel like the world is a good place because I know that Bradley Bucknell exists. Thank you, Bradley.
3: Well, I would also like to thank the person who makes me weak (laughs) at the knees. Oh. It's Cameron Weeks. Oh, Cameron Weeks at the knees. (laughs) Cameron Weeks at the knees. I love him. Thank you, Cameron.
0: Some great names this week. Almost as good as the names in our episodes. Yeah. So, you got Cameron Weeks, Bradley, Bradley Bucknell, but I got the best of all. What this, do you got? This may be our best listener name
2: out
0: of them all. It's a huge call. the yeah. biggest call. But let me know what you think. Becca Buck.
2: Becca Buck! Ah, oh, Becca Buck. Becca, Becca Buck. 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 Bradley Bucknell and Becca Buck. They should meet and marry. Buck and Buck is a sweet like detective show name.
0: Buck and Bucknell? Buck and Buck.
2: Oh, maybe Buck. No,
3: but the two Bucks.
0: The two Bucks.
3: Buck and Bucknell. Bucknell and Buck. There it is.
0: Bucknell and Buck.
3: Bucknell and Buck. Yeah, that sounds good. You guys should solve crime slash fall in love. Bucknell and Buck. Just I reckon? just scored it. <laughs> good score. Thank That's you. a
0: great score. Yeah, Becca Buck's a gun.
3: Yep. On you, Becca Buck.
0: Thank you so much, Becca Buck.
3: Becca Buck. I you know you what
0: I bet she's doing right now?
3: Going, stop saying my name like that.
0: She's like, leave, leave me alone. I yeah. know I've got a great name. And
3: also, I don't want to marry Bradley Bucknell.
0: Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And why are we cops on TV now? Jesus,
3: Becca. Come on, mate. I've really turned. Oh, classic Perkins. Dave, let's get out of here. It's so fucking hot. I'm it dying. It is very hot. Hopefully
2: where you are, you're in a cool temperate climate.
0: Which... If, you, if you're anywhere near snow, can you do us a favor and just run out and jump into it?
3: God. Oh. I. Oh my God. Do it. Do it with the headphones we're on. Basically, we're basically on doing podcasts in a sauna right now. Like it's a small room. It
0: would genuinely be 45 degrees in here. Celsius. Do you reckon it's that hot? Yeah, oh, I reckon it's No, not No, it's that
3: hot. If only there was a way we found out.
0: Finally, there was a way.
2: If only there was some sort of Uber thing where you, like, order someone to come in and check the temperature Just of your room. Just
3: get a thermometer, you dickhead. No, no, no. Come on, let's get out of here. All right,
2: guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with another report. Uh, get in contact on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You find us Do Go on Pod on all those things. And, of course, the Patreon. If you want to keep the show running, rocking and rolling, please send in your support to patreon.com slash dogoonpod. Email as well, if you're not on social media, which I know some people aren't do go on pod at gmail.com if you want to tell us why your dad may or may not be db cooper we'd love to hear from you or the zodiac or this if you have any leads on the zodiac and you want to pass this, pass them on to us rather than the police you can do that do by that. Our email. do that but until next week yeah, i would say you just send them to the police please yeah that'll be good maybe cc us in that that'd be great <laughs> i assume you report crimes via email i think so uh thanks for the support everyone and we'll see you next week goodbye bye
3: Later.